listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now she says she gonna do what to who? Let's find out and see, Cardi B. You know where I'm at. You know where I be. You in the club just to party. I'm there. I get paid a fee. I be in and out them banks so much. I know they tired of me. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Monday. Wait yeah monday yeah i think so yeah very special monday it's the first monday after game of thrones yes uh which we will be for those so we don't end up having to answer this question a thousand times <laughs> yes we are recapping game of thrones again yes this we are year yes for like the fourth year, year in a row i don't know why you keep asking uh two the guests will be mel aka beauty jackson mm-hmm. uh beauty underscore jackson on twitter and uh justin's gonna make a special appearance he'll be here what i know at rhyme over reason and that should go down at 6 30 on wednesday so have your black ass here if uh you know if if you're listening to this and uh of course you know white people are welcome as well i know many of them wait till recap time to show back up yeah the numbers jump (laughs) so we will see them as well um in addition to the show programming notes we uh hopefully you recognize the voice should have been a very familiar voice to Mm -hmm. you but uh we got my man brandon from the say something nice podcast here in the house what's going on b what's going on y'all how y'all doing great man good uh you can follow him on twitter he's at b touch and the podcast is ssn podcast say something nice podcast on twitter um how's the podcast been going it's been going great we recorded two episodes yesterday that i will be um slugging through my computers to put out first one i was trying to get it out today um since i'm i'm off and so but it'll probably be out either late today or early tomorrow and then the second one the day after that um one of them is our regular news show where we um where the key part is the emmy nominations coverage and all the uh, very safe and questionable um, <laughs> nominations therein. Um, and also, like, the things revolving um, D23, the Disney uh, convention they have every other year where they showed off A Wrinkle in Time, and they made Oprah a Disney legend and Whoopi Goldberg a Disney legend. And then, of course, them Black Panther costumes. Yes, those costumes look yeah. so good. I haven't seen A Wrinkle in Time, but everybody's raving about it oh you want to see the trailer yes please you know i can actually play that um hold on you know i can make this happen i can make these dreams come true thank you there's only there's only a couple people <laughs> in the chat room right now so um they'll get to see it too yeah, let's watch it again it, you know um let's see regular time let me know when it shows up in the chat Karen. but um yes i see it all right cool i'm uh uh i'm just gonna let this play it's only a minute 49 seconds uh but ava being so good to me you know she deserves <laughs> she deserves she deserves you deserve ava if you out there you deserve this free promotion right now what if we are here for a reason what if we are a part of something truly divine imagine 91 billion light years traveled like that Your father has accomplished something extraordinary, also dangerous. He's trapped by a darkness that's active. 
effectively spreading throughout the universe. And the only one who can stop it is you. Be a warrior. I'll try. got that disney money now y'all oh that's gonna be beautiful she's she's very they mess around go ahead baby go ahead sorry Mm i was saying they mess around gave her a hundred million dollars to make a movie and she said you see what i could do with just 10 Mm -hmm. (laughs) she got that disney money y'all it's a whole nother brand Mm -mm -mm. yeah she her stuff is already stunning and she already does a lot of detail and she shoots black people's skin beautifully and I seen a lot of brown people. And I know it was some white folks in there, but it's gonna be some brown people wrinkling time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, man, I can't wait to see what it's really about. You know, I don't even care, right? Because I, I know care. I'm gonna be there. Like she got my money, yeah. so just you know, let's see the show. My Oprah up here changing clothes like she Beyonce. Every time you turn around, she had a different <laughs> outfit, and her hair was blowing in the wind magically. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, do y'all realize? Black Panther come out in February. Mm-hmm. This comes out in March. Damn. They ain't gonna be rid of us at the dinner. It's been niggas for two straight months. What is happening? Nobody told us. Right. People not even gonna leave the theater. They just gonna watch Black Panther and then stay for a Ava show. They might as well let them show back to back when they both come out mm-hmm. March, April, and they just make just be, we got double feature. And Disney getting all that yep. bread. Yeah, I think yep. they also, I seen where they did a lineup of all of 2018 and 2019, and I looked up there like, I'm going to see just about everything up there on that list. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, well, it was Thor beautiful. Ragnarok. Yes, uh, Toy Story 4, Thor Ragnarok. Well, I think Thor is the end of this year. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, so, okay, so it was this year into 2019, that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. lot of good movies still coming out. I mean technically three movies i want to see come out this week that's right i want to see valerian yes i want to see uh uh of course i got to see girls trip yes and i got and i want to see dunkirk you know i'm gonna probably end up seeing girls trip thursday night though because i need to see that with my sisters just trying to be that opening night i want to yeah like that's that's one of those movies where either that or i gotta go see it friday night because i gotta see it with my peoples i can't yeah. i don't want to just be in there with some white people that stumble into the wrong theater and shit oh, I, need, I need to be in there with people on purpose that came <laughs> came to laugh at it's a booty hole come you know? on Oh, <laughs> you can't get no affection in your booty hole. <laughs> yes, it's a booty hole. Her eyebrows, when she say, like, "It's a booty hole." It's so good. Uh, yeah, I gotta she see. So it. good on the, on the Carmichael's. I'm so um sad that they, you know they're gone, but like you know, like she's like one of the best things about that show. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see um 
what else she gets in and stuff too because i i need to watch the carmichael's uh mm-hmm. the carmichael show because so many people have recommended it that i trust so at this point I, it's just a matter of binging it and i have a question i don't know if disney would ever do this but i wonder if disney would just put like a layaway plan and be like hey if you want to get like these tickets go ahead and put your money down so you know you have your tickets <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the yeah, blackest question I'm, I'm, I'm serious. The blackest question anyone's asked on this show of all time. I, I'm just wondering because I'm going to go lay away, everything. Lay away for tickets. And, and you know tickets is high. You know, especially if you're trying to go outside the matinee. People dropping $20, $30 for a ticket. I'm like, hey, dog, I want to go. But what I can do every other week, I get paid. So can I put $10 a week down? Go ahead and book me for the next 10 showings. What's that, $500? I'll put it down, <laughs> uh, you know, and pay it off and, and take them as I go. Because you got my money anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm right. just wondering. I can see it though. Mm-hmm. If they were smart, they do that. Okay, Karen. Okay. <laughs> you know, people ain't leaving that theater. Um, when Black Panther over, like, well, we just wait for the next show and we gonna see it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, guys. All right, uh, lay away for tickets. I, I, I'm yes. gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna go on a limb and say no. They will not be doing layaway for what? tickets specifically to black movies. No, I said all the Disney movies. You know, you can put the white ones in there too. I, I go, I go see them too. Okay, all I right. don't discriminate, but I'm here for the black ones. All right, understood. Um, all right, maybe do an exchange come. plan. Be like, hey, I'm, I don't want to see the white ones. You want to change exchange with me, white man? You gonna just have to come off that ten fifty yourself, everybody. <laughs> you gotta scrounge it up. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do to get your ten fifty. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna put us on layaway plans everyone because some motherfuckers ain't gonna have all the money and it's gonna be ticket movie time they're gonna be trying to show up like man let me see half the movie no <laughs> you can't see half the movie <laughs> no it's a horrible idea just buy the fucking movies guys okay <laughs> um all right there's uh all kinds of news and stuff going on and i thought we'd just get right into it um of course there's the blackout tips you can uh find us on itunes or stitcher Podomatic, search the blackout test, leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we'll read them on the air as long as they're nice. The official weapon of the show is the taser, and an unofficial sport is bullet ball, and bullet ball extreme. Uh, all right, let's uh let's do this, man. Um, did you guys know that apparently Disney is not paying people enough money at Disneyland? Uh, activists are protesting Disneyland's low wages, saying it contributes to homelessness including for a custodian found dead in her car at a gym where she showered oh that's not good oh no activists protest disney's low wages uh they said uh uh they had a woman dressed as a little mermaid who walked past the sign that read ariel can't afford to live on land oh a young girl stared at a bright pink poster proclaiming disney pays poverty wages no home for cinderella cinderella in anaheim so this must be in canada during a day of protest on friday tourists and disney fans in the streets surrounded disneyland uh surrounded disneyland were confronted with protesters condemning work conditions at the los angeles area resort the place oh wait eight and a half california what was okay. up there yeah not yeah disneyland because disney world is the one in florida oh okay yeah yeah disney world is in florida disneyland is in uh, california as y'all can tell i've never been to either i have um, i've been to disneyland i've been to disney world well uh yeah the place that prides itself on being the happiest place on earth is there in their view anything but for employees struggling with homelessness and low pay 
okay it's expensive to stay out in california i don't think people really understand i mean it's expensive everywhere but particularly in california it is very expensive disney we feel is a contributor to the homeless problem here in anaheim said protest organizer janine robbins a longtime local resident there are disney employees who live on the street they live in their cars they live in unstable housing occasionally there are consequences of the most tragic kind amid an unprecedented regional homelessness crisis there are almost 4,800 people experiencing homelessness in orange county where anaheim is located on any given night more than half can be found in the streets or in other places unfit for habitation it is unclear exactly how many are disney employees but it should perhaps come as no surprise that some face challenges yeah because a lot of the housing like their houses are like ridiculously high like it's very 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 expensive to purchase homes um even what they call it the tech valley place i forgot what they called it the tech valley silicon Silicon Valley. valley uh a lot of them uh the companies are like buying up land and actually putting homes closer to the facility um for their employees and or what they're doing is that like they're do they're using buses mm-hmm. to actually travel out and get the employees and travel back in especially for the employees because it's too expensive for them to drive it's too expensive for them to have cars you also have things going on like people actually written out homes written out their backyards and like people actually standing in their backyard living in tents and things like that paying thousands of dollars a month just so they can be in certain areas and certain parts of the city mm. and so it's one of these things where because you know i've been kind of reading up on this you know it kind of goes down i read some of the articles that pop up I'm like, but goddamn, what's happening over here and what people to realize that this is a, a problem not only there's a problem all across the country and when it comes to homelessness like that shit is real and you're just talking about these adults and i always see adults and i always attach kids because they have a lot most adults have children so you go four thousand people you know give or take how many of them are children that they're not counting you know which makes those numbers double and sometimes well, you say triple. not you say not counting i'm saying some of those numbers are just children like when they say there's a homelessness crisis mm-hmm. some of those numbers in that homelessness crisis they're not just saying one adult two adults and that's it they're counting them kids too so when we see these numbers you know it's i think uh people have a way of compartmentalizing it to be like oh four thousand homeless people but they're not all adults no, right you know what i mean um right and it's one of and i and this is right. one of the things I, I think about is just the fact that this is a uh a huge uh slap in the face to uh the lie that people that are homeless or poor don't work right that you just don't want it hard you don't want it hard enough you're that somehow doing well in uh money wise means you are a harder worker than people you deserve it more you made the right decisions and everybody else must have made the wrong decisions this is like a, 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 a exactly uh you know what a lot of people that are homeless and a lot of people that are uh housing insecure a lot of people who uh are under the poverty line they have jobs they they work very hard they They have jobs that none of us would trade for many of us that have college educations and many people that 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 have desk jobs and many people shit on these people like Mm -hmm. you know but yet at the same time if someone said well look uh it's so fucking easy you think it's such a great job why don't you go flip burgers you'd be like not i'd never in my motherfucking life well why don't you stand outside with a big ass mickey mouse helmet on and let people kick you in your balls you'd be like no so yeah it's amazing to see um you know 
what what goes on here and this is in california like this isn't yeah. mississippi <laughs> yeah i used to live in florida i used to live in florida for a so i'm getting an echo oh uh try refreshing if you're getting the echo try refreshing come right back okay yeah sometimes that happens guys no problem uh hopefully that'll take care of it and echo problem yeah and a lot of times people underestimate uh that and we have a we have a class system here as much as people claim we don't we actually have a class system here and most poor are working poor when people act like people on welfare not no 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 most of those people are working a lot of times they're working harder than you ever will a lot of times they're working two and three jobs and still a lot of times by the time they get taxed I, a lot of them aren't even hitting the poverty line yeah it goes against the american dream quote-unquote uh narrative we teach everybody that well, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and work hard and you'll it'll work out and it's like not when i'm making 650 an hour it don't matter how many jobs i got there's only so much time in a week and the number the money don't looking funny it don't add up uh brandon what were you saying oh yes i lived in florida for 10 years and there's a homeless crisis in orlando actually there's a homeless crisis there too and i visited la for a week and like downtown la you know you know like there's you know thousands of homeless people living in downtown la and you know they aren't all unemployed like y'all were saying they have jobs and of course you know like Karen was saying, it's very expensive to live out there. Anaheim's like, I think, an hour away from L.A., but, you know, sort of kind of that whole Southern California area is just, you know, it's so expensive to live there, and you could be somebody with, like, a job that you could, maybe if you were on, in the South, you could afford, like, a small one-bedroom or a studio out there, you would be homeless. Mm-hmm. You're making, like, 30000 or something like that a year, possibly. Yeah, they said... Know, um according to the orange county office of care coordination the hourly wage needed to afford a median price one bedroom unit in orange county last year was 25 dollars and 46 cents an hour Woo. Uh, most people don't make that much yeah it's virtually impossible for those earning minimum wage or near it to find an affordable place to live anywhere in the country think about this also look even if you want to like roommates you would need like four or five roommates to make that happen Mm-hmm. like a one bedroom <laughs> a one bedroom uh protesters and disney employees cited wages at the park in low in the low teens i see a lot of people living paycheck to paycheck i see a lot of people living in long-term motels or living in their car said a disneyland worker who like others interviewed uh for this story spoke under the condition of anonymity for fear of losing her job she was worked in nice. she has worked in retail at the anaheim park for over a decade and makes twelve dollars and ten cents an hour i love my job it's not the job that's the problem it's the pay like many of, of her co-workers she says she commutes from a from a more affordable city nearby she says that more than half her co-workers work two or three jobs to make ends meet what i tell you like i said we have a class system here and the poor is normally the working poor and and, and, it, and what's so funny is that what they do particularly if you're brown i'd be better realize homeless people across this country depend on if you're brown or not brown would depend on what laws they pass if you're in a place where brown people are more apt to be walking around homeless they do not accommodate them as much they don't let them just lay around they, you know and shit like that what they do they do pass laws mm-hmm. to shit to get them arrested no panhandling they'll pass laws you know to say you can't sleep on public benches like like they'll I, like like across the country that's what they do because you're quote unquote an eyesore but you're not fixing the problem 
yeah the question i have for a lot of this stuff though is when it comes to these like major corporations like this and the minimum wage stories what has ceo pay done over this time where cost of living has gone up and employees wages have stayed stagnant for years so how much has your ceo's pay gone up from you know the people that you know uh ceo cfo all those people in the last 40 50 years yeah because a lot of times when you look at the numbers it's like well your ceo is now like went from making say a couple million a year to you know 40 years later like that ceo position is making 300 million or whatever and you're like but hold up like y'all didn't put any of that back into the employees who actually make this shit work um it's why people strike it's why you have protests but a lot of these places you're not allowed to have a union right like i said this is a very liberal state it's got to be worse other places i'm sure it's worse in florida um all right that's a horrible story but uh yeah you had to start off because they're all horrible stories today guys okay (laughs) uh night of the living dead director george a romero passes away i was reading that yeah um he's kind of the dude that you got to give credit to the zombie genre uh popping off uh period in 1968 he had night of the living dead uh he's also one of the first directors to believe a black man could be a protagonist uh in a movie (laughs) 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 ain't that some some shit he's like i believe people could come alive after they dead and eat people oh also uh black people could be the heroes of a film what um yeah he died at 77 um but uh yeah he's uh he's a legend man and all, a lot of stuff that we are into man he gets indirect credit for because everybody loves game of thrones what do people love the white walkers they ain't nothing but ice zombies they ain't nothing but ice zombies mm-hmm. you know uh walking dead for the walking dead those the, like that whole legacy is part of his legacy so uh yeah rest in peace homes yeah uh let's see um r kelly is holding women against their will in a cult parents told the police Ooh, i saw it this morning I'm yeah curious. the only thing that's amazing me because i feel like that we have the same news cycle with r kelly every two to three years the only thing that amazes me is that we still have people defending him every two to three years i just at what point does that fucking renewing your membership in the r kelly fan club at what point do you tap out of that come on yeah or at what point do you go i don't give a fuck that's and i think that's what frustrates me with a lot of people just be like i don't give a fuck but you don't want to seem cold and heartless but that's what it is when you say you know i i uh you always making excuses is always something coming just tell the truth yeah because you could have said nothing right nobody has to know that you you know and parted on it wasn't nobody everybody left you alone right uh this is a piece written by jim uh derogatus uh says r kelly is a holding women against their will in a cult quote unquote parents told police as the r&b legend tours the country this summer parents have told the police that r kelly is running an abusive cult that's tearing families apart three former members of kelly's inner circle told buzzfeed news similar stories by the way he will just say these people are jealous of him that's why they're that's they're hating from his inner circle and they're mad because he kicked them out and that's what really happened all this shit is well documented uh, the village voice had a, a piece on it like two at least two to three years ago um 
i remind people like two years ago he walked out of an interview with a black woman who asked him about this shit got very upset and heated and, and walked out like she was just so fucking out like she was being outlandish to bring up this shit um backstage at the fantasy spring resort casino in indio california on may 23rd 2015 jay was thrilled that her 19 year old daughter's music career was going to make a major leap forward from recording demos and performing at talent shows to the chance of stardom thanks to the help of the rb and rb superstar when we got to the stage with r kelly he stayed with there over two hours said jay one-on-one with just me and my daughter and him we went back to to the talk to talk about the music he listened to her cd he was going to help her with her cd and i was really impressed with him at first because i've always been an r kelly fan mm-hmm. jay said that 2015 y'all 2015 jay said that robert r kelly who turned 50 in january met her daughter backstage at a concert 50. in atlanta 50 Woo. in atlanta earlier that month soon enough he invited her to fly out to indio concert on his dime jay said she'd heard about past sexual misconduct allegations against kelly but wasn't overly worried she is fiercely a fiercely devoted stage mom she and her husband of 22 years tim a car dealer had moved from memphis to atlanta to help their eldest child's career and was confident she could protect her daughter in the back of our minds we were thinking my daughter could be around him if i was with her jay said it didn't really hit home even with the Aaliyah situation now that i think about it age ain't nothing but a number but you don't think about that you grew up with the song and you like the song do you not think about that i right, magazine printed a marriage certificate back in the day and people still didn't believe it even though it was right there in black and white yeah also um people just don't care well also like if how you gonna be a fiercely protective stage mom and you're not completely aware of this dude's entire shit like how protective were you, you can't yeah you know i just didn't think about it oh, you don't sound that protective to me right, he went on the trial he went on the trial for pissing on the girl come on right. dog like you would have been better off saying i just didn't know anything about that than to say well i knew about it i just thought man whatever right you know not my child well that's what we do with uh sexual assault accusations anyway mm-hmm. we just go ah blind bitches and move on must have wanted to get famous you know these women be hating and just move on no critical thought no investigation no reading the details you don't want to know so you don't know quote unquote uh two years later jay and tim are in a desperate fight to bring their daughter home buzzfeed news verified their identities and full names and public records but it's withholding the alleged victim's name and her parents last name to protect their privacy as part of their efforts the mother closed her businesses became a relentless amateur detective and shared her findings with the fbi and police in two states but their daughter isn't a missing person at least not in the eyes of the law she still lives with kelly and says she's doing fine despite her parents telling the police that she's being held against her will and what they call a cult so basically they want their daughter back from this dude that they feel has you know brainwashed her um and she grown and she don't want to come back y'all can't make her come back yeah he figured out the loophole like well these girls aren't underage their parents can't make them do anything now mm-hmm. but you know i can get them at 18 19 it's you know to to him it's like well now it's legal to do what i'm doing yeah. uh plus he keeps it all you know away from the public limelight so you yeah, know he ain't going out and open with him he controls everything three former members of kelly's inner circle cheryl mack kitty jones and asante mcgee 
provided details supporting the parents worst fears they said the six women live in the properties rented by kelly in chicago in the atlanta suburbs he controls every aspect of their lives dictating when they eat how they dress when they bathe and when they sleep and how they engage in sexual encounters that he records the last time jay saw her daughter was december 1st 2016 it was as if she was brainwashed she looked like a prisoner it was horrible she said i hugged her and hugged her but she kept saying she's in love and kelly is the only is the one who cares for her i don't know what to do i hope that if i get her back i can get her treatment for victims of cults they can reprogram her but i wish i could have stopped it from happening listen mm-hmm. she should have just grabbed her said um whatever the husband name was joe started the car and just <laughs> right. in the car and just drove off well let's just go get something to eat real quick <laughs> yes jay jay and tim said they have only heard about their daughter twice since they last saw her heard from her they got a one sentence text from her on christmas day i hate christmas has to be this way this year so it sounds like she did well she said she hated that she can't come see you for christmas but r kelly won't let her see her and jay received another text may 14th happy mother's day from me and rob okay all right all right so just so much mm-hmm. um and mean like i, I want to like i don't want to be mad at the parents because you know there's a i mean there is some of it is their fault cause, like they were extremely naive and letting the dog go with it but at the same time this man is is a i don't know like, i want to say a terrorist it's, it's beyond it's just a creep it's beyond you know a pedophile he's a terrorist like he's got these girls how do you brainwash somebody to wear they want to spend christmas with their parents but they can't how does that break down mm-hmm. happy mother's day from me and rob the dude yeah. that you don't talk Are you married? <laughs> right you're not married you don't talk to this dude he doesn't talk to you you don't get to speak to your daughter she can't come with you like yeah kelly has sold nearly 60 million albums during his oh by the way i do want to highlight here uh i saw somebody on twitter talking about this is because people just shaming the bdsm lifestyle you can go fuck yourself and it was a white woman too and i'm like yeah that makes sense because y'all don't care about these little black girls to you it's just you know you gotta go and misappropriate what bdsm is for people so you can kind of make it about you center yourself this ain't about that this motherfuckers being the candy man the can like in motherfucking for uh for black girls for over a decade now for a long ass time nigga got its own tape like you're not gonna come through and try to do like but you guys aren't gonna shame his kink dog we're not doing that um anyway uh and somebody was like how's it any different than hugh hefner uh hugh hefner a fucking creep too oh wait am i required to, if, just because white people look up to that dude i'm supposed to look up to that that dude's a piece of shit as well yep he get him barely legal too right that's why his name was in the middle of that bill cosby shit with an underage girl at his motherfucking mansion now y'all let that slide not me don't put lump me in with your stupid sensibilities uh kelly has sold nearly 60 million albums during his 25 year career and though his relevance is fading somewhat from the heyday of i believe i can fly and trapped in the closet he remains a major star in high demand for concerts endorsements television and radio appearances and glossy magazine profiles when he's not performing kelly splits his time between the suburban atlanta home and trump tower in chicago interesting hmm. coincidence extensive interviews with mac jones and mcgee and a review of legal documents by buzzfeed news paint a picture of what kelly's life on offstage is like today 
the women in his entourage typically initially think this is r kelly i'm gonna live a lavish lifestyle said mac who worked as kelly's personal assistant for a year and a half starting in 2013 and has remained in touch with some members of this inner circle no you have to ask for food you have to ask to go use the bathroom kelly is a master at mind control he's a puppet master jones and mcgee i have a question Mm -hmm. so everybody i mean you know r kelly has been known to mess with underage girls but everybody's right. situation is grown maybe barely grown but grown nonetheless why do they have to ask permission to go to the toilet mm-hmm. i haven't asked permission to go to the toilet since i was like 10 he don't want to waste that pee probably oh lord that's probably what it is <laughs> yep you asked that's I my guess a, i gotta pee catch you <laughs> That's, oh, damn. that's what my guess would be you don't want to he's like that is perfectly good pitched and you are just you will not waste it you're just gonna sit up here and, and let that wow you're just gonna let that go to waste all that don't good let it mm-hmm. um so yeah uh the, 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 the oh yeah jones and mcgee both said that they live with kelly and had sexual relationships with the star at different times over the past five years before leaving uh this is interesting because i was gonna say that i wonder what people are gonna have to do to avoid when people from the quote-unquote harem of these little girls come out and be like yeah so this nigga did it to me you know and and that's what they're doing is just they're automatically being like oh no 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 these people work for him it's like it sounds like they were groomed like these other girls and they're coming out saying this is what he does i know for a fact i'm not guessing um their documentation of this time is limited however as they said kelly controlled their phone and social media use while they were under his roof and they were not allowed to take photos of kelly or of the rooms where they were living according to mac jones and mcgee the women living in kelly's duluth georgia guest house or the chicago recording studio last summer included a 31 year old den mother who trained newcomers on how kelly liked to be pleasured sexually she had been best friends since high schools with the girl in the videotape for which kelly was tried in 2008 she recently parted ways with kelly these sources say so he basically had like a quote-unquote bottom bitch and and that's what pimps do mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, one yeah. woman to train the other the girls and shit and basically get them indoctrinated mm-hmm, and that means she's probably been there too or grew up in that environment well yeah her friend was in that video and she was friends with that girl so who knows right a 25 year old woman who also have been has been part of kelly's scene for seven years um so you do the math that's at 18 she's been part of the scene her recent arrival a 19 year old model who has been photographed in public with kelly and named on music gossip websites a rarity among women in a circle an atlanta songwriter who uh who began a relationship with kelly around 2009 she was 19 she's now 26 and an 18 year old singer from polk county florida mac said the florida singer is kelly's favorite his number one girl and she's the youngest half of these ladies are living at the recording studio in chicago Mm -hmm. now i know they have you know um you know beds and things like that like in the studios but like it i don't know like uh it sounds like they like got like a spare room and like they're all sleeping in the room and i just i don't know no i don't want to pick no i'm good mm-hmm. <laughs> yep <laughs> it's messing me up i'm sorry this whole story is messing me up it's like i mean and it's r kelly so you already knew r kelly he's already you know way out there as it is but you know just this whole story of him manipulating his women this way is, is horrific yep yep and you know they all black probably of course, man. You said that. Of course, if if 
if it had been fucking some white women honey they'd been protesting they'd been mad they'd been angry they'd been standing outside he went to jail you know what's wild is i can't really say what sexual abuse our country is that fucked up like we will protect a man's right to abuse women sometimes it doesn't really even matter racially people will still find a way to defend it because what's most important is that that man suffer no consequence for anything he's done to a woman you know what i mean like because sometimes it's like like with chris brown he hit one of the most famous women in the world and people were still defending him to this day they still defend him he and and he hits karuchi and she gets a restraining order and people still find a way to defend him um uh johnny depp hits one of the most famous quote-unquote beautiful hollywood actresses in the world people still believe him over her even with the voice you know all the stuff all the evidence she provided they still believe him over her it's it's like i don't i I don't even know that's how fucked up it is because sometimes i'm just like well yeah if this is white people it wouldn't even be happening right uh because i feel like uh and i'm not saying you're wrong by the way i mean we the america absolutely protects white women more than they protect black girls that's not even a debate but sometimes the way we protect men right famous rich men that are talented i'm with you i can't even tell because we i mean nate parker essentially was accused of raping a white woman and people still found a way to fit put that into the defense like well now see this is what white women do they always accuse us of shit we didn't do and it's like but the phone conversation afterwards and his homeboy going to jail getting convicted at first all this like all this shit none of y'all nothing nope 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 and this is why i don't defend like a nate parker Mm -mm. because of r kelly's success right because nothing happens to these people i can name probably a dozen people that have been accused or uh have a a, you know a lot of evidence that got assaulting people and what cost have they paid right you know bill cosby still free roman polanski still free uh what what uh woody what's his name still free woody allen still free Mm -hmm. uh johnny depp still free uh fucking um i think uh with chris brown obviously um like i think didn't michael fassbender get accused of some shit like it's almost par for the course at this point you know like motherfuckers get accused of some shit and it's just like yeah but they talented and they rich and they're a man why should they pay a cost for that and that's really what i've been seeing on social media a lot is you know obviously I, i curate my list i follow a lot of people that are cool but you still end up seeing people that hop in people's mentions and shit to defend this dude and i'm like in 2017 if you would have told me he would still have a throng of people that would be willing to take a bullet for him i would have been like man you a lie you know like i've been like well after look after that shit in 2008 there's no everybody should be ashamed of this dude fast forward nine years it doesn't seem like that at all Mm -hmm. what what cost did he pay you know it's one of the reasons i just don't i don't hop in front of the train for these dudes man like mm-hmm. when i hear so-and-so got accused i'm like well what i mean how can i know it's not that he didn't do it but even if he did what's gonna happen and what's gonna happen to him nothing oh sorry um mac jones and mcgee claim that women who live with kelly who he calls his babies are required to call him daddy and must ask his permission to leave the chicago recording studio or their assigned rooms in the guest house kelly rents near his own his own rented mansion in suburban atlanta a black suv with a burly driver behind the wheel is almost always parked outside both locations kelly confiscates the women's tel- cell phones they said 
so they cannot contact their friends or family he gives them new phones that they are only allowed to use to contact him or others with his permission kelly films his sexual activities mcgee and jones said and shows the video to videos to men in his circle so is there any part of this that's illegal right i don't know are they consenting to being video recorded how would i know i mean they can't how would they even express non-consent true you know and also i mean the other thing is when you're 18 19 i mean if a 50 year old dude is famous and being like we gonna do this thing i mean one thing that scandal gave him is that everybody quote unquote knows how he gets down you know and i'm the thing i find disgusting is who are these men in his circle right they want to watch these videos with him right because they want to hang out with a celebrity that bad you know it's not like illegal children right that's not a normal thing to do oh yeah i'm gonna hang out with my homeboy he gonna show me videos of him fucking these chicks you know how we do it's tuesday Mm -mm. (laughs) then we're gonna watch the game you know normal stuff uh mac the the star's former personal assistant said kelly is almost uh, almost always tells the women to dress in jogging suits because he doesn't want their figures to be exposed he doesn't want them to look appealing she said when other men are in the same room kelly would make the girls turn around face the wall in their jogging suits because he doesn't want them to be looked at by anyone else if the women break any of his rules mac and jones say he punishes them physically and verbally for example jones claims that kelly held her against a tree and slapped her outside of a subway sandwich shop in spring of 2013 because she had been too friendly with the male cashier there mcgee said she never saw kelly hit anybody but she also said she was running he was running a cult and manipulated her emotionally and sexually r kelly is the sweetest person you will ever want to meet mcgee said but robert is the devil uh of course the law says that consenting adults may take part in any relationship they want no matter how non-traditional welfare checks by police in both illinois and georgia in the past year didn't lead to any charges in january the aspiring singer from georgia told cook county police she was fine and did not want to be bothered and all of the women in Kelly's inner circle are of legal age. The age of consent is 17 in Illinois and 16 in Georgia. Despite Kelly's history of allegations against him regarding his sexual conduct, conduct with women, he, has, he was last tried in 2008 in Illinois where he was acquitted on 14 charges of making child pornography. The case, which took a record six and a half years to go on to trial in Chicago, focused only on a single videotape the prosecutors alleged showed him having sex with a 14-year-old girl. While he was a reporter uh, at the Chicago Sun-Times, this reporter received the tape anonymously and turned it over to police. Called by Kelly's attorneys to testify, he took the Fifth Amendment rather than revealing the sources. The trial, however, excluded claims made by girls or their parents that alleged Kelly's regular regularly abused his position of fame and influence to pursue illegal sexual relationships with underage girls which has also been the subject of a dozen or more civil lawsuits against kelly that were settled out of court with cash payments from kelly the girls signed non-disclosure agreements when they accepted the payments also excluded was evidence of kelly's marriage in 1994 to his then 15-year-old protege Aaliyah, for whom he wrote the album age ain't nothing but a number um all that shit right there though that's why you can't listen to motherfuckers when they be like well he went to court i mean well it was fine listen to all the shit that was withheld it, like we know more as the public that's why when people say shit like y'all gonna try this in the court of public opinion you goddamn motherfucking right we about to try this in the court of public opinion i don't have to like somebody and i actually know more than the jury half the fucking time because yeah. the jury they, they can withhold shit and be like 
yeah let's just keep out all these people that are like he fucked my daughter when she was 14 and he prayed on her and he used to come into the school and park and uh, holler at these young girls who you know these young black girls and shit and uh we know he in the neighborhood we know him as the dude that does that yeah that's inadmissible we can't have you know no no can't have that uh chicago attorney susan e logan's declined to say how many settlements she has negotiated with kelly before lawsuits were ever filed but she said there were numerous so like we only know about the civil suits that were filed but he's also paid off girls and their families for people that literally just weren't going to go to trial all right yeah like you better pay me something and he it's a habit of him paying people at this point right but but of course he ain't do nothing wrong keep in mind now it's not like every motherfucking star paying a whole bunch of people off record no they're not you know because people will use it they'll go well you know when you're famous everybody wants your money and that's it's really just a big setup how come it ain't happening to everybody come on how come it's not known as a common thing it's like well you know john legend gotta pay off them kids you know how it is guys you get famous and now you're paying off kids for the rest of your life nobody brings this up unless it's r kelly or bill cosby then it's like oh well that's just what you gotta do do you um yeah so uh and recently so yeah recently including one payment for a 17 year old aspiring singer from chicago's west side who is said to have been part of kelly's inner circle logan's gave no other details citing attorney client privilege and the terms of the settlement kelly also has been sued by other attorneys representing women over the age of consent in their respective states in 2002 an illinois lawsuit was filed by montina woods a dancer who toured with kelly's friend ronald osley in which woods claimed she was unknowingly recorded by kelly during sex kelly eventually settled the suit paying woods an undisclosed sum and on april 21st a mississippi lawsuit was this year is that, is that, is, wait was that was am i reading this right on april 21st a mississippi lawsuit was filed by hines county sheriff deputy kenny bryant over an alleged affair between kelly and bryant's wife the music industry has a history of stars using their fame to gain trust of young women and their parents who expect professional relationships but end up in sexual ones but numerous sources including women who left his inner circle made on the on the record of allegations suggesting ongoing mental and physical abuse of several women in kelly's entourage far beyond that of groupie culture for two decades kelly has been accused of a similar pattern of mistreating women some have called it predation but because of his acquittal on the child porn charges and the non-disclosure agreements in his numerous civil cases the charges have remained in the realm of gossip instead of derailing his career major record companies television shows and other stars continue to work with kelly lady gaga recorded a duet do what you want with kelly in 2013 lil wayne ty dollar sign and juicy j made cameos on his 2015 album the buffet and he recorded the tonight show with jimmy fallon last december he recently starred in a digital campaign for alexander wang i got trapped said former insider jones i had people telling me i was an idiot but it took me a long time to realize they were right and i'm talking now because i hope i can help some of these other girls Mm. yeah i mean that's why you get them at that age you know that's the shit people don't want to talk about no better yeah 16 17 18 like and especially when these dudes start grooming you because you they like in uh i know in the in uh the uk grooming is actually illegal but like a dude will hang out with a girl that's 14 15 until start grooming her as like his girlfriend until she gets to the age of legal consent then have sex with her so it's like he can go to the court and be like no 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 technically i'm just having sex with this 18 year old i didn't do anything illegal but in the uk they're like nigga you've been buying her lunch for fucking three years 
and taking her to the movies and shit you think we believe that like go to jail go directly to jail do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars and that makes sense so um yeah um after her after her backstage visit with kelly in indio california the aspiring singer from georgia began secretly talking with kelly on her cell phone her mother said as far as i know we weren't talking to kelly anymore or at least i wasn't talking to him anymore so that's even worse because apparent this isn't even like basically all the parents did was introduce them and then he was like i'm gonna help with your album and then he didn't do shit of course because he's never helps with these people's album and then uh they run off with your child right you think it's over and now your shit is gone in june 2015 jay and tim said their daughter lied to them about taking a weekend trip to visit georgia university instead she mac arranged for her to fly to oklahoma city where kelly was performing after the show she had sex with kelly for the first time she later told her parents at least two and at least two friends including a record producer who goes by the stage named tone uh as a georgia singer and kelly became closer tone recalled her saying she was frustrated with kelly she thought every time she tried to bring up her music career kelly changed the topic to sex and she wanted proof so tone and the woman decided to secretly record a phone conversation between her and kelly buzzfeed news was later given a copy of the recording on the tape is not just what kelly said that shows his pattern of behavior with the women close to him it's how he said it which is immediately clear from listening to the audio uh i think they had the audio here let me see you know um you know that song don't hold back my, my song, uh-huh. it kind of got like if you if you really hear it, um, it kind of got like the kind of like got a little remix to of the um, half on a baby a little bit. Uh huh. Did, did you notice that? Oh, I noticed that all the way. Huh? I noticed. I noticed that all the way. All right off. <laughs> okay all right i don't know what that was even about um it says i miss my baby kelly told the one before asking her what she was wearing after she replied he told her i want you to get in the habit of telling me what color panties you got on every day he instructed repeatedly revealing his own words in his own words the early stages of their power dynamic and demands her parents say have been criminal uh when she tried to turn the conversation to a song she was working on however kelly's seemed less engaged hello she asked him at one point to make sure he was still listening oh so that was a clip of her being like well listen this song sound like half on a baby he was like yeah i don't care about that shit after a few minutes kelly changed the subject i'm more interested in developing you songs are not an issue we can always do a hit song in june 2016 the daughter enrolled for a summer classes at georgia gwinnett college in lawrenceville and began living in the dorms her roommate at the school who was being identified by the initials ts to avoid retaliation told buzzfeed news that at first she did not believe her new friend really knew r kelly but ts said the georgia woman would often call the superstar and put him on a speakerphone during their explicit sexual conversations the georgia woman uh, see that's the other thing these girls are young they're starstruck too right so to them it's like oh my god i can't believe r kelly is on the phone with me and you know as adults the rest of us would be like that that's that's dangerous get him off the fucking phone Beat you know? it, i know what's happening here uh the georgia woman also began visiting kelly at his homes in nearby duluth and sometimes traveling with him to chicago according to ts he recalled women uh the woman telling her that kelly took away her cell phone and replaced it with a new one with instructions she should only use it to communicate with him and needed to obtain his permission to use it to communicate with others ts also recalled a woman telling her that one time kelly sent a cab to pick up the woman at his guest house and bring them to a club where he would meet them the georgia woman told her roommate that she laughed when the cab driver told a joke and one of the other women in the cab texted kelly to report his viol- the violation of his rules wow what are we tell- telling it now uh you can't laugh at uh 
jokes from other men when the georgia woman mm-hmm. arrived at the club t.s said kelly bent her over and whooped her behind because she lied to the cab driver who happened to be a man by the middle of 20 uh, yep by the middle of the 2016 fall semester the georgia woman's appearance started to change she began losing weight she cropped her hair long hair short she permed what was left and dyed it blonde and her said her parents and the former roommate t.s recalled her friend telling her that's how kelly liked their hair to look uh the georgia woman uh eventually began skipping all her classes she didn't show up to take a finals in mid-december her parents confirmed the school considers her a student that is no longer in good standing she had already broken off all contact with her mother and father before she started skipping school my calls were all forwarded to voicemail jay said in the middle of the fall semester during their quest to bring their daughter home jay said jay's her mom said she called the new cell phone kelly had given her daughter who broke one of kelly's rules by texting her parents from the phone to say she was fine jay said kelly himself got on the phone after the daughter picked up and denied anything was wrong the parents filed a missing persons report uh with the campus police uh, a spokeswoman for the school confirmed the report and the case number said that when an investigator called the parents and learned that they knew their daughter was with kelly in his suburban atlanta home no action could be taken their daughter was not technically missing and at 21 she's a legal age to do what she wants the last time her parents saw her was in december 2016 what we really wanted to do was uh intervention jay said but her daughter would not listen on december 27 uh 2016 jay and tim requested the johns creek police department which is responsible for the section of the loop where telly rents the two homes uh perform a well-being check on their daughter at the guest house the police report obtained by buzzfeed news said jay believes her daughter is part of r kelly cult and that he is abusive and controlling her daughter when the police arrived the report noted the door was open the house clear no one was there no further action was taken mm. somebody uh, might told yes they did they who would have told somebody i wonder if the police t- if you got somebody that worked for the police on the payroll or something would not surprise me a month later the cook county sheriff police performed a well-being check in chicago the georgia singer told officers she was fine and did not want to be bothered with her parents because her father was threatening people according to the police report tim denied this he told officers she instead keeps in touch with her grandmother who she calls nana when reached by buzzfeed news nana said she had that she had spoken to her granddaughter by phone only two or three times since december most recently on july 11th she said her granddaughter emphasized she's an adult in a consensual relationship with kelly and was mad at her parents for intervening in text messages reviewed by buzzfeed news the granddaughter said she thought her parents were trying to ruin kelly's career mm. despite her granddaughter's insistence i'm gravely concerned about her nana said echoing jay's belief that she is being held against her will if she could talk to kelly today i would tell r kelly to send my granddaughter home she knows it's not right and he would not want anyone doing this to his daughter multiple times right <laughs> multiple attempts by buzzfeed news to reach georgia the georgia woman on her kelly issue phone were unsuccessful jay and tim said they even reached to the f reached out to the fbi about their daughter and spent hours being interviewed by agent special agent Stephen emmett of the fbi spokes fbi spokesperson in uh, georgia said the bureau's policy is to neither confirm nor deny investigations into specific people or matters but the parents are hopeful that perhaps federal law enforcement can help where local police have not it's not about my daughter per se it's about all the girls tim said it's about my daughter and i understand that but the abuse that my daughter is actually enduring nobody should go through uh yeah it goes on for a while but yep there's two other parents that are trying to get their kids back mm-hmm. this is a problem um it's a big problem yeah one of the moms is Teresa. she said she let her daughter spend time with kelly because it was supposed to be a music relationship now she regrets that decision 
my thing is i trusted i had never been in the music industry before he's a lyrical genius he is r kelly and the fact is he went to court he was never found guilty he was acquitted i'm about to fucking punch my computer i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry we need this computer we need this costs money we were we were led to believe there was no truth in it now i got all these people asking about why my daughter is there telling me all of that the charges against kelly were true well how come you didn't tell me that before bitch what we told you again and again and again wow that boils down into nobody gives a fuck until this them and theirs look man i'm sorry these people are missing their kids me too god damn this i mean come on man come on man when white people stick their hands into the mouths of alligators and that shit get bit off i'm always like god damn that's what you're supposed you you knew not to do that with this case man is is more difficult because it's like the real victims and all this shit are these little brainwashed girls right you know so it's like you handed your girl to a motherfucking predator dude who's very open about it and i can't even really say anything because honestly the girls are gonna be too stupid because that's just a stupid age in life it's no no offense to our younger listeners but all everybody that makes it past the age you're at now looks back at that time and go god damn i was dumb come on everybody does no and we all thought we knew everything at that age we all thought we were the first and the only person to ever feel the feelings we felt come and on, think the thoughts we, the we only thought one. and everybody looks back and goes i wasn't yeah you know i didn't know what the fuck i was talking about all of us do i look back at shit from five years ago and go i didn't know what the fuck i was talking about all right you know sometimes i have friends i look at their shit and i'll be like how old are they 30 yeah they don't know what the fuck they're talking about mm-hmm. they just need some time the they just need some time they'll come around like that's kind of how it is with a lot of this shit and yeah that is it is i just it's just ridiculous <laughs> i can't believe you how come nobody told me he was a rapist nigga what you think we was talking about right why you why he go to trial what he go to trial for then a florida singer firstly met kelly when her parents took her to see him perform at funk fest in orlando in october in april 18 2015 during the show they were pulling people out of the audience a guy said oh yeah her he pulled her up on stage after the show a member of kelly's honorage gave the star's phone number to the then 17 year old high school senior we called but he wasn't answering so we left it alone she said then i guess he must have got back later uh or texted her later on as as with georgia the georgia woman the relationship between kelly and the florida woman developed over phone calls and text messages that were kept secret from her family how come that keeps happening and then one day we were looking for her because she should have been coming home from school then finally get a text message saying she's okay that she had met up with r kelly in his hotel and i'm like you met up with r kelly at his hotel ah! Teresa and her husband angelo oh, that's when the light came on we're like what the fuck he put it in the song if you want to come to my hotel come on i mean it's in the fucking song all his songs are pretty much I like mean, a roadmap for what he does seems like you're ready that means you're not ready you uh, remind me of my jeep the same jeep i pick you up in your body is calling not your not your age your body is calling age ain't nothing but a number uh 12 play 12 years old that's Come what on. he's into it's it's right there in the fucking lyrics ah! and everybody everybody just ignores everybody like what 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 why did y'all tell me all right it's right there in all the fucking all the fucking uh lyrics yeah y'all are passing them yield stop right hey nigga stop going past me you just ride past the sign uh yeah so she said um 
he rushed her husband theresa and her husband angelo rushed to the hotel to call the police who advised them to deal with the hotel security their daughter finally came down to see them they said but kelly refused to talk with them <clears throat> yeah you dating a quote on dating a bunch of women that you can't even meet their parents because you know what's up you're gonna catch you know, that beat down right you know them parents put them hands on you after the incident at the hotel the florida team was only supposed to be talking to him when one of us was around we needed to make sure it was about music because he was going to mentor her she said and y'all was still gonna let that happen all right and then from there he wanted to have to travel her to travel with him so she could see how the music game really was we thought it could be an opportunity and that she was going to be with a guardian a female guardian that would keep an eye on her oh that probably that 31 year old bottom bitch woman from earlier i guarantee you she probably coached a lot of parents and told right. them their children were going to be all right right sending her to do the dirty work but that may have been wishful thinking soon enough the florida singer was living with kelly angelo said he initially received short text messages from his daughter every few weeks saying she was fine and the parents should not worry or try to contact her those have stopped mcgee one of the women who left kelly said the florida woman is head over heels for kelly and mcgee said kelly is obsessed with the florida woman noting that she he would get into the kitchen and cook for her but mcgee's feelings about the florida woman were nuanced i have a 17 year old daughter myself when i saw the florida singer with him it took me back this could be my daughter i just knew that it was not right and i just couldn't understand what a man almost 50 is doing having sex with someone the same age as his daughter that's when i realized it was more of a mind control thing yeah here's the thing how many times in this story does somebody have to say i knew about these allegations it got real to me when i made it personal what right. about what if it was my daughter what right. you know well i didn't i heard you he did some stuff but he he was found not guilty right so that's not a big deal oh then he stole my daughter now i'm like this dude is shady right like i said when, when it's you and yours that's when you get concerned mcgee says she witnessed kelly punishing the aspiring florida singer for breaking his rules he left her on the tour bus for like three days she was not allowed to come out he said she didn't do her homework and that's why she got punished which was very confusing because she had just graduated high school over the summer multiple attempts by buzzfeed news to reach the florida woman over kelly's issue cell phone was unsuccessful uh teresa says she's frustrated and that the lawyers and police have said they cannot help and she fears that even if the relationship ends she may not get her daughter back on december 24th night uh, what'd you say i said of course yeah. oh mm-hmm. on december 24th 1996 kelly was sued for 10 million by tiffany tia hawkins an aspiring singer and then high school student in chicago who claimed she met the star when he lectured her choir class according to the lawsuit hawkins began having sex with kelly in 1991 when she was 15 and he was 24 the relationship Ooh. ended in 1994 when she was 18 court documents state distraught she slid her wrist in an attempt to kill herself i desperately want my daughter back but i'm not sure what will be the repercussions if she doesn't come willingly teresa said these girls think this man loves them matters of the heart are a touchy subject yeah yep the daughter said they had the parents said they tried numerous times and other tactics to bring their daughter home uh in august 2015 the daughter texted her father that she was in chicago with kelly and the parents said uh, august 26 they sent their older daughter to kelly's recording studio to check on his, her sister according to her parents kelly and men in the honorage allegedly got involved in an altercation with the older sister where she tried to take the younger sister away and the parents who claimed the star and the other men pushed shoved and hit the older sh- sister uh, a police report obtained by buzzfeed news indicated that one person allegedly struck the florida singer's sister in the face but she did not seek medical attention the case is classified as a simple battery and nobody's been arrested according to the report which said the investigation was initially suspended until a detective could contact the victim a supplementary report was filed more than a year later january 18 2017 a year damn mm-hmm. 
i've not talked to my daughter in more than a year Teresa said added she left countless texts and voicemail messages that have not been not received a response we've had deaths in the family's birthdays i haven't heard from her she hasn't been here for any of it i didn't even hear from her on mother's day all i want to do is bring her home um yeah so yeah i don't even know i don't even know what to say man these parents really put their their kids in harm's way on friday july 14th after kelly and the florida woman have been asked to comment on the story angelo said he got a surprise phone call from his daughter who invited him to come to see kelly perform in indiana on saturday warrior kelly's motivation angelo said he declined the invitation he's also he also is angry over the other surprise news from his daughter she said kelly had recently paid for her to have a breast enhancement surgery i'm beyond furious angelo said i said to her how could you do this what the hell were you thinking what if you died on the operating table i don't even know what we can do anymore i just know we have to get her home um kelly has long maintained his innocence on the allegations of underage sex and in recent interviews he has either persistently dodged questions about his past or stormed off when he was unable to do that multiple attempts to reach kelly were unsuccessful kelly's rca record publicist theola borden who has who was promoted to senior vice president uh, of publicity for the label in 2014 she didn't respond to multiple emails or phone calls requesting a comment you don't say linda minch a civil lawyer in chicago represents the superstar responded via email to the accusations outlined in the story she was asked about the on on the record allegations that kelly physically and mentally abuses women and that kelly allegedly met one of the women in his inner circle when she was 17 uh we can only wonder why folks would persist in defaming a great artist who loves his fans works 24 7 and takes care of all the people in his life mensch wrote he works hard to become the best person and the artist he can be it is interesting that stories and tales debunked many years ago turn up when his goals is to stop the violence put down the guns and embrace peace and love i suppose that is the price of fame like all of us mr kelly deserves a personal life please respect that he also released a statement what? saying he was shocked and disgusted at the allegations so mm-hmm yep r kelly y'all but uh yeah that that's going on and like i said people still out here defending this shit Mm -hmm. uh here's the thing i think he figured out after that 2008 you know with the underage girl stuff he figured out that one people will defend him at any cost right and two he just needs to give them enough rope to defend him and in this case it's the girls aren't technically underage legal like the age of consent is 17 i'm fucking a 17 year old that's what the state says okay what are you so what she can't see her family she gotta get a new phone look if that she consenting to it she's 17 she consenting to this relationship with a 50 year old man it might seem abusive to you but it's not she don't think it's abusive at 17 years old so you can't so there's nothing legally that can be done therefore what i'm doing is right that morally i must be right if legally i'm not wrong that's his whole defense and you know what it's enough for most people that's my guess and the music industry and award shows and all this shit they're gonna just keep pretending like this shit ain't happening it's not creepy correct you know maybe he'll lose something uh, for the next you know little bit maybe because i know he lost like a concert one time when that village voice yeah, article came out and something pops up and yeah. they'd be like he, they cancel because they'd be like fuck you nigga yeah but he'll continue to be around because this shit like shit like this is forever like this isn't uh yeah this is temporary uh what'd you say brandon what would it take like just to bring r kelly down basically for all this i I honestly don't know don't know 
I, I honestly don't know I, I don't think anything can bring him down honestly mm-hmm. you know because i think uh for a lot of people they just don't want to think about this shit right you know uh, just like i mean a lot of pre- reason that people get away with rape and shit like that even racial shit like shooting innocent black people it's because people that aren't quote unquote involved don't even want to think about it nope like juries don't want to think about a cop kill somebody just because they black and they got scared because a black person was the person they were supposed to be interacting with so they killed them they don't they just reject it there's always one at least out of the 12 jurors or whatever that's like nope don't want you want to think about it and that's all you need that's all you need just one <sighs> all right um let's get into some uh some other stuff guys maybe we can do some uh fucking with black people although this is kind of like a hundred right uh kind of started off on, on a hundred. yeah you know what karen that's a good point do we even really need to mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. yeah yeah these are all horrible uh let, you know what let's just do some white people news guys thank you okay um let me pull up some white people music and get this on the screen <laughs> okay guys it's time for what you guys have all been looking forward to what they've been holding their breaths for mm-hmm. a lot of y'all been holding y'all breath waiting to see what was gonna happen and uh bring you another classic rendition another of white people white people singing our shit um all right cool it is showing up all right and can i make it bigger there we go and play Oh, it's dude from uh, Game of Thrones. Seen your pretty eyes soon as you came in the door. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced it to my soul. Showed her how to whip it, now she remixed it below. She my trap queen, let her hit the band We be counting up, watch our fast and bands go. We just set a go, talking matching Lambos. 56 to ground, probably 100 grand flow. And I swear she loved it, how she worked the damn pole. With the strip club, we be letting bands go. Everybody hating, we just call them fans, though. In love with the money, I ain't never let it go. And I get high with my baby. I just left them all, I'm getting fly with my baby, yeah. And I can ride with my baby. I be in the kitchen cooking pies with my baby, yeah, yeah. And I get high with my baby. I just left them all, I'm getting fly with my baby, yeah. And I can ride with my baby. I'll be in the kitchen cooking pies with my baby. Hit the strip with my trap queen. Cause all we know is fans, I might just snatch a Ferrari. I'll buy my boo with lime, I might just snatch up a necklace. Drop a couple on a rig. She ain't want it for nothing because I got her everything. And I'm up in the fando. Dinner all the can go, Remy boys got to stand up. Counting the fans, though. How far can your fans go? Baby, what I'm living? 50,000K, how I stand up. Checking for my buckets, I'm like, oh, I get high with my baby. I just left the mall, I'm getting fly with my baby, yeah. I could ride with my baby. I'll be in the kitchen cooking pies with my baby, yeah. Nah, nah. Oh, I get high with my baby. I just left the mall, I'm getting fly with my baby, yeah. And I could ride with my baby. I'll be in the kitchen cooking pies with my baby, like, hello. 
your pretty eyes soon as you came in the door. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my soul. Showed her how to whip it, now she remixed it below. Oh, she my trap queen, let her hit the band We be counting up, watch your fast and bands low. We just set a go, talking matching Lambos. 50, 60 grand, 500 grand though. Oh man, I swear she love it, how she worked it down for. With the strip club, we be letting bands go. Everybody hating, we just call them fans though. In love with the money, I ain't never let go. I be smoking dope, you know backwards what I wrote. When me boy fat, he eating up, that's for sure. I run in your house and knock your home. Remy boys are nothing, many, many boys are. Oh, I get hot with baby. I just left them all, I'm getting fly with there you go guys maybe the key is having the roots back you i don't know apparently it is because <laughs> uh, that was smooth oh, maybe we should all have <laughs> the roots back us um but yeah it's white people news time um we got to do that y'all's man's first we only got a couple since we did uh we did it yesterday um trump's team's latest defense uh of the meeting that his son had with Russian Russian people about finding dirt on Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. uh, collusion is good. We need more collusion. Oh, it is? Yep, that's the defense. Hey, who knew? Every article from this campaign, from this uh, administration, feels like I'm reading from the Onion, but it's <laughs> not. It's real life. Like it really feels like. Oh yeah, okay. So then, dot onion dot com. No. Oh, this is the Washington Post. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. No, no. This is New York Times. Oh, right. Okay. USA Today. My bad. Yep. When I went to Panera Bread to get my food today, they had well, not Panera. It was actually Atlanta Bread. My bad. They were playing CNN, and I looked up, and it had on the um on the lower third. It said Trump because he was giving a speech or whatever. He's like, you won't believe the things that go on in Washington. Right. You mean the things that you do? (laughs) (laughs) It's like that scene in uh half bait where it's like, you mean the drugs that you sell (laughs) to the community? Right. Like that feel that's what it feels like. The uh oh god. Every day, every hour. And we just supposed to be cool with it, man. I guess so. Uh also another sexual abuser that career wasn't hurt he's in the white house Mm -hmm. tired of tired listen man i'm tired of people caping for abusive men under the auspices of making them the victim of the shit none of them pay a cost none of them Mm -mm. and uh yeah he was going to go on trial he became president he was like i'm president fuck that trial right kellyanne conway says much of the criticism she faces is gender biased because a lot of people a lot of people have something to say about her face you know i've seen i've seen the commentary i've seen the commentary on her face i think we've all seen the commentary on her face i don't know if you guys have uh ever seen pictures of her or seen her on tv uh yeah a lot of this stuff is about her face and her looks and how she appears um i understand what she's saying to be honest um i just think it's a hell of a commentary on misogyny and the power of misogyny in in our country that this woman has no problem being seen as an idiot Mm -mm. incompetent right a bigot and a racist but don't call her face ugly she will cry 
that's the line for her she don't like think about all the shit you've heard about kellyanne conway before you even get to the gosh she looks like the crypt keeper blah 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 just to like did you see what this fool said that's pretty much what her whole job description it should say what do you do at the white house i am did you see what this fool said you might have seen me on tv because after i finished talking everyone says did you see what this fool said and yet she had work done on her face because she was like this the one critique i can't take people just being like what a ugly ass old hag and she's aging she's her face is melting she's aging like potato salad left out in the warm sun she that's the shit that she couldn't take that's amazing because she's a openly racist defend anything this man does trump supporting motherfucker and this is what broke her backwards to like defend trump's life like neo in the matrix like all the way bent back over but like and, and you're right, like, people do criticize her looks, and they do, they generally only do that to women. The only other person I think mm-hmm. I've heard, like, the same criticisms are Mitch McConaughey, he's like, um, how did do it? Yeah. But, you know, beyond that, like, yeah. But, cause I, that's the funny thing is, when I think of Kellyanne Conway, I don't even think about how she looked. I think about all the nonsense she, that she, she said, said right. and how they, they put her away in the second place for, like, a couple of months because they got tired of her going on the TV every day and saying crazy stuff. Right. It was some, that's the thing I think about, too. But it's still amazing because I think you have to train yourself out of that. Like, I know I had to. Like, I had to train myself out of just being like, well, okay, first of all, on a scale of 1 to 10, how attractive is this woman? And then, oh, yeah, what is she saying? You know, like, you have to, because that's how everybody is trained. Men, women, our society trains you. The value of a woman is how she appears. We don't do that with men. Like, we'll say something of a man is like, egregiously ugly or gross or some shit. Or, you know, if he's saying something about someone else's attractiveness, then we'll be like, well, look at your hairline. You know, that's different, though, than just being, like, a dude. Like, unless he's, like, on the spectrum of one, like, he's a one or he's a ten, then you might get some people being like, I don't care what Jesse Williams talking about. You know, you might get that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Correct. But, but in general, though, if it's just some average looking ass dude, it's like, man, fuck this dude. What is he talking about? I don't care what he looks like. Right. The, women is just the opposite. She could be the most competent person on the world. If she isn't also attractive, then that she's worthless. Also, if she is attractive and competent, if you don't like what she's saying, you still attack her. People still go after the looks. Mm-hmm. So, so like, in a way, she's right. Here's the problem with this. Woman, you are never for anything feminist-wise until it's you. Right. You're, everything about this whole administration is an anti-woman agenda. And you get on TV and you defend it with your every breath. You will sit up there and make it seem like it's okay to be anti-choice and the strip Planned parenthood funding and you'll make it seem like it's okay to take uh you know to, to be against like uh transgender people in the bathroom and you'll make it seem like it's okay to like uh you know to 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 uh, like be, to, just to strip lgbtq uh, ex, uh protections you make it seem like it's okay to do all this shit when it comes to like quote-unquote feminism all these other ideals but somebody saying your face looks like skeletor that's the line that's fuck you, you that's where you draw the line fuck you you worthless dog i hate people like this like i, I truck in this shit i protect this shit but my feelings were hurt now and now it's time to stop man you can go to hell dog Mm-mm. all right and she was going down with um alternative facts 
her? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she's alternative facts, lady. Yeah. Uh, you mean lies? No, alternative facts. Well, alternative facts, you attractive, okay? Alternative facts. <laughs> like, I don't have no feelings for her being called ugly. Like, you're not gonna catch me trying to be Batman out here in these streets. Sorry. Sometimes good people, uh, you know, gotta do bad things, like call you ugly, cause you is ugly. U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you ain't got no alternative facts. All right, let's get into this, this white people news. Okay, we got white people news that's a little less serious, guys. Okay. okay. Let's do this. Um, Aaron Carter calls out brother Nick Carter in a public statement for Nick calling him out in a public statement. What? <laughs> white people news. Yeah, it's his whiteness inception. <laughs> you got whiteception. Uh, having a famous family can be exhausting and what it, uh, and what isn't but totally could be part of an episode of House of Carters. Aaron Carter reacted to a re- his recent DUI arrest by turning around against his brother, Nick, and claiming that the police targeted him because of his celebrity. The singer and his girlfriend, Madison Parker, were pulled over on Saturday night in Hebersham County, Georgia, and charged with a variety of offenses, including driving under the influence and possession of less than an ounce of marijuana. Carter says he has a license for medical marijuana for his anxiety. After Aaron's arrest, his Backstreet Boy brother, Nick, sent his support on Twitter to my brother i love you no matter what and if you feel the need to reach for help i'm here and willing to help you get better in aaron's statement sunday night however he took the time to both lash out at the police uh whom he claimed had targeted him because of his fame and his brother and at his brother if my own blood nick truly cared about me my well-being uh make <laughs> why wouldn't he call me directly and have a conversation instead of making this about him through a very public forum carter said in the statement that's not cool at all to use me for his pr and kick me while i am down i love my family despite it through thick and thin at what you doing it okay at the air at the air posted his statement nick's wife lauren kit carter tweeted at him asking to have aaron's girlfriend share his new number claiming that aaron changed his information again um so i guess she's saying you don't even he don't even have your number to get at you I mean, do y'all not follow each other on Twitter? Can you not DM them? Must not. They must not be following each other on Instagram. Aaron has retained an attorney in response to his arrest, and his statement claims that the video from AutoZone will prove that Aaron was not in a moving vehicle while arrested and charged with DUI. Mm, Was the car running, and were you behind the wheel? Because I think that's all the law requires. That's it. Were you behind the wheel in the car? Yeah. I mean, he is white, and he got money, so maybe he'll be all right. Oh, he'll be just fine. Uh, yeah. You said Haversham County, Georgia. I had to look and see what that was. I was even, it's somewhere up, like way far up, like north in like the country. Out. Mm. So what are you doing out there? Meth, <laughs> meth. That's what you do out there. You do meth. what's happening in the Haversham? Uh, this, this pipe, motherfucker, is what's happening. Uh. <laughs> Carter also promised to make up lost tour days. He said he will appear at his next stop. Who is still going to those? Somebody is. Who is still being like, you know, Aaron Carter coming here? I seen it on Groupon. Yeah, cause yeah. <laughs> Girl, it's lit. Four dollars and you get drinks for free. Uh, twenties, <laughs> early thirties, who can't let go? Right. <laughs> he. <laughs> I guess now we know how he beat Shaq. Apparently, <laughs> it was it was the meth 
uh as for his relationship with nick he's hoping the two can hug it out man nick bro hug yeah i mean i feel i feel what he's saying but that's the addiction talking like i feel what he's saying about like why you gonna just say this shit on twitter when you could have hit me up on the phone or something but also that's the addiction making you take put the conspiracy into the shit i've had people do shit like that with me where i did something nice and then it was like i know you did it for this other reason i'm like okay i was not even thinking about that shit but you are fucking crazy like i i just wanted to to do something positive out of this bullshit and i can see nick being like all i did was send a tweet like holla at your brother when you need me and this nigga done turned it into conspiracy brother jones and (laughs) i'm somehow trying to like it's gonna make me look better and i'm gonna get some shine like what shine am i gonna get from a tweet brother right how much money you think i make off of yo you know what i wasn't gonna buy nick carter's album but did you see what he tweeted his, his drug addict brother i gotta give it to him i gotta give it to him man take this ten dollars ah he get zero <laughs> i wasn't even gonna stream the shit on title but now i'm going to the <laughs> store i'm getting the cd fuck out of here man ah! hey guys remember oh, ashley Simp? oh what'd you say brandon i'm sorry i'm about to be a deluxe edition yeah i'm about i'm okay mm-hmm. i want the bonus tracks i want the double-sided cd they come with a video i want them with the poster yeah well i, I got a, some vinyl i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna get two two of them deals off of groupon to see his brother um shopping spree apparently uh y'all remember ashley simpson i remember that name she is uh the mm-hmm. the, the the youngest sister of jessica simpson mm-hmm and she got caught lip syncing on snl oh shit yeah yeah can't do snl live like you can't be lip syncing on that show my favorite thing about her is that she got caught lip syncing and then she just was like well fuck it i'll just go back to being a white woman and just that's it like her life is (laughs) her life is fine like nothing millie vanilli got caught lip syncing and them motherfuckers were done on these streaks one of them like they became drug addicts one of them mm. killed himself i think mm-hmm. like yeah one of them did life got real bad for these dudes she was just like right right remember living color had that sketch about that oh it was so good oh did you I see the behind the music where where like when they i think they sued or something and they had to go prove that they could sing and that the producers just hadn't asked them to mm-hmm. and they were in the booth and it was a girl because they had them thick german ass like yeah. girl you know it's true yeah. it was so bad oh. i was like nigga y'all couldn't have sang y'all couldn't have sang that y'all lost oh man but yeah man that's that, them niggas like went to obscurity and died mm-hmm ashley simpson was like i am gonna ride this white thing on out guys that's my time thank you saturday night live and she was just like (laughs) no longer touring and just being white well apparently she went on a shopping spree ashley simpson dresses down and she takes her daughter jagger to fred siegel weeks before her second birthday jagger that's right <laughs> jagger snow she yeah. to john jagger she uh she she's uh the daughter of don darian on game of thrones her daughter will turn two on july 30th and ahead of the upcoming celebration ashley simpson brought little jagger snow for some shopping and lunch at west hollywood hotspot fred siegel uh her husband jagger's father evan ross was also on hand for the sunday trip 
Ashley, 32, I looked at. I she was married to Evan Ross. Why everybody got these different names? What's happening here? What you mean? Baby name Snow, her name something else. What's up with all these last names? Jagger Snow, yeah, that's true. Jagger Snow, Fred, uh, Jagger Snow, Ashley Simpson, and Evan Ross. Yeah, wh- what is going on with these names? That was my question. You know, she was black. Yeah, well, that's my whole point. <laughs> It'd have been a why. Why y'all got all these names? You ain't nothing but a baby mama, right? uh ashley 32 looked every bit the modern mom she wore sunglasses with round gold frames as she chatted on the cell phone she chose a tan colored shirt short sleeve top for the outing which she paired with patchwork denim jeans and a pair of weathered white converse sneakers evan 28 sported a vintage looking anthrax band t-shirt as he's left the shop with two bags oh shit too he like he got something in him like he got a little brown or something it brown somewhere look at not that a hair. lot not a lot just a dap look at that head at- oh ah. and there we go that okay. makes sense oh, okay but i said Ross yeah her second husband okay that okay. makes sense yeah got about that two that 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 one c two c i know when i see it yeah he got a little something a little something <laughs> in him i could tell the next day uh ain't it funny though black people we can always spot each other of course ain't that some shit oh yes i know that used to be um, what else was he in? He was in the TLC movie he played Dallas Austin. Oh, that's who played <laughs> Dallas? Oh, I didn't even yeah. know that. Okay. So he like an actor or something? Yeah. Okay. The next day, Ashley was spotted heading to the Tracy Anderson gym in Studio City, California to work on her fitness. The former singer and actress kept her blonde, blonde locks pulled back tightly for her workout. Simpson wore head to toe black athletic gear for her sweat session that included a pair of cat-eyed sunglasses as well as a tank top leggings and sporty sneakers so is that not his baby then because that baby don't look like she got no brown in her is that like a baby from another relationship is that why her last name snow maybe adopted child Mm. ashley shot the fame in 2004 with her single pieces of me after capitalizing on the fame of her sister jessica's reality show newlyweds with her then husband nick lachey she secured her own self-titled reality series documenting her music career and personal life her career hit a rocky path after she was caught lip-syncing on the episode of saturday night saturday night live um he was like this ain't for me somebody said that's his daughter that's his daughter and her last name snow all right all right uh simpson was able to recover and release two more albums i need to see a better picture of her. uh and appeared on the short-lived reboot of melrose place 2009 2008 she married fallout boy rocker pete wentz after becoming pregnant with her son bronx they divorced in 2011 so look she went from fallout boy so she's just i'm telling you she was like i'm white i'm riding this shit out i'm i'm somewhat semi-famous right i'm not i'm not going back you oh, know yeah, what i mean like i won't be clowned again That's i'm not, not right like i'm fine you guys can laugh at me but i tell you what i won't be doing is going back to fucking niggas that work at 7-eleven right from, ever again from this point on it's only famous dick period uh ashley and evan wed in august 2014 at his mother diana ross's connecticut home uh and then they showed a picture of them um uh, for 2014 at the wedding i guess why is she wearing a funeral dress anyway <laughs> that's what she was doing out here living her life to the motherfucking fullest mm-hmm. like it's golden even i would say um all right we it's almost time to switch over sessions be touch i'm gonna bring you right back on screen uh and i'm gonna every, everybody will be right back i'm gonna do it now rather than wait to the break okay okay so we'll be right back after these messages we'll be right back 
um all right let's see play this oh you motherfuckers (laughs) okay all right i'm putting cases on all you bitches huh you think you can do this shit jay you think you can do this to me you motherfuckers will be playing basketball in pelican bay when i get finished with you shoe program nigga 23 hour lockdown I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go on, walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. All right. I invited B-Touch back, and then when we get him on screen, we'll keep going. Okay. <clears throat> with more of this white people oh there he is all right more delicious white people news a good samaritan trying to help out a dude with a dog that was uh fighting a wild uh, a bobcat uh he tried to go help out and he got bit by the bobcat oh, okay that makes sense yep yep the bobcat latched onto his arm after it attacked a german shepherd and his owner at an arizona residential community yeah because he's a goddamn bobcat He's recovering from non-life-threatening injuries and when fighting off a bobcat in Arizona. A spokesman from the Disney Mountain Fire District said the bystander had been helping a man and his German shepherd fend off an agitated bobcat in a residential community in Anthem, Arizona. Bobcats are pretty common to see and they are just as scared of humans as we are of them, said Brent Fenton, public information officer of the Daisy Mountain Fire District. Mm. But it's uncharacteristic to see one attack. Well, I guess shit got a little uncharacteristic that day. Mm-hmm, probably attacked the dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what well, was already attacking the dog? The dog probably thought it was just a regular ass cat. That surprise. Right. <laughs> um, I'm a cat that'll fuck you up. It's the difference between running up on Heathcliff when you thought you was running up on Garfield, you know? Yeah, they're not the same. Like, <laughs> Bobcat was like, I'm from these streets, motherfucker. I eat shit for a living. Nobody ever fed me my problem no, is why did this dude get involved little bobcat so a guy jumped out of his car and unfortunately he left it in gear i just had to chase after it oh my god he jumped out of his car that's and left crazy it in gear oh this poor little what bo- the fuck this dog holy shit. yeah that dude wanted he cared about that dog that he didn't know enough to jump out of his car leave it in yeah. gear to like that's worse than when we saw that dude get out of his car to, to help them ducks cross the street he, he stopped his car like this motherfucker left his car running like did he jump out and roll <laughs> you're about to say he did like a movie stunt to get out and help that dog <laughs> to get fucked up by that bobcat <laughs> all right <laughs> that's crazy oh my god now the bobcat's got this guy holy <laughs> He tried to throw it away. That bobcat was like, fuck that shit. I got you. <laughs> fuck you and fuck your arm, dog. Right. Oh. You should have kept your ass going down the road. <laughs> what a dumbass. Oh. oh my God. Oh man, couldn't have been me. I'm not helping no German Shepherd. I've seen the 60 civil rights videos. Well, I got your car. <laughs> Left it in gear. 
I've never ran so fast. Oh, thank you. Holy. Oh, uh, then a doctor showed up. Mm. Yeah, man, couldn't have been me. Your ass would just mm. had no German Shepherd if it was me driving by. Come on, I would have might have blew now, my horn. I'm gonna ask the question. That's the most. I'm gonna ask the question. Everybody's thinking. If there had been a black kid instead of a dog being attacked by a bobcat, would he have? Um, Michael Fassbender, um, Liam Neeson, his way out of that car like that, or would he have kept on driving? He'd have kept on going down like, whatever highway he was pushing. On. Damn shame what happened to that black kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was st- hope he could beat that bobcat off of him. Right, I'm still in awe of him. Alicia Keys gushes over her husband Swiss Beats in a heartfelt post. What <laughs> she stole from uh, mm. what's her name? Yeah, she's a, <laughs> yeah, she might be a bit of a house. You know what? I feel like if you stay there long, long enough, you're no longer a home wrecker. Now you're like a homeowner, you know? <laughs> like, like, can't call it that forever. It's been a long time now. It's been seven years, two kids later. You, you're the captain now, you know? Uh. <laughs> you don't remodel and everything? I'm just saying. You know, that means she the one that gotta have sex with this dude. And you know, I'm assuming that when you have sex with Swiss Beast, it's like, Hit it from the back right now, uh! Twitch beats, uh! And then whistles and shit yeah, going off. Tweet, 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 tweet! Uh! Twitch beats in the pussy, come on! Ding! <laughs> <laughs> but Alicia Keys. Be max from out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tweet, tweet! Uh! I told you. Dun, 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 dun. He love them bells and whistles and triangles. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, <laughs> so if you can take that, man, that's your man. Don't feel shame. So uh, yeah, apparently she isn't feeling the seven year itch as she gushed about her husband producer on Friday. The thirty six year old music superstar said she was in all Swiss beats as she penned a heartfelt tribute to him on her Instagram page, captioning a picture of him. The voice judge wrote, "Just had to take a minute to reflect on how proud I am." of this incredible man not just because i love him beyond description he's an incredible person which he is no question but because of all the magnificent ideas he invents in his mind and then makes real in the world in major ways with art music businesses and marketing and in so many more ways that i could fit in the one ig text it's crazy it's challenging to even bring one good idea to fruition and yet he does many and is still dreaming big huge ceilingless dreams i remember when he first started imagining what hashtag no commission could be beginning with the art fair and now he's done them all over the world in places like new york london shanghai tonight the second night in berlin celebrating art and giving artists a platform to their own art without anyone else sharing in the profits they receive um it's really a i mean that's a good that's cool appreciate yeah if you're an artist i appreciate that she put art first mm-hmm. it's <laughs> not music yep. <laughs> swiss beats because um no i ain't never been a fan of his production yeah yeah i don't know about it. i don't know how y'all feel about it i'm trying <laughs> you know my favorite swiss beats song is the joint he did on watch the throne where he don't talk yeah the one I, I, I kept waiting on him to show up and fuck the song up and i was like oh how did jay-z and kanye come together and get this dude to not talk for a whole last song yeah they probably pay him not that must have been so hard like swiss no 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 swiss it's good swiss it's fine like it is 
You sure? Because I could throw some. You start. <laughs> start talking on the records, you know, so that you could disguise the factory. You remember the old Swiss beats, like the Rough Riders anthem and stuff mm-hmm. like that? And, um, what's the thing with, um, Juvenile and Dragon and them beats? Yep. Yeah. how people used to. Hip hop heads hated Swiss beats back in the day. Hated, hated, hated. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he really, I mean, he got by because he made, like, things that people like to dance to, even if, you know, the, maybe the music wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. I guess, musically sound, I guess you would say. Right. But, you know, he's got this new career in art collecting and art dealing, and apparently he's, like, a great painter. So, I mean, shout out to him. I mean, he's right. found a lane. Right. Everybody need to reinvent themselves. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. And, uh, I don't, you know, be proud of your man. That's your man. If that's you know if he out here doing big things coming up with big ideas and shit you know who is anybody else in this world to tell you, you can't be proud of your of your man um <clears throat> yeah she said it's what karen mm-hmm. i feel like you're trying to say something mm-hmm. listen nick jew isn't on this show so we don't have to pretend <laughs> we don't have to pretend to hate this man or this woman okay she is staying within her range of love and that's what's important <laughs> Mm. <laughs> it's really amazing because not only does he dream for himself he dreams uh, for all of us uh-uh, i didn't do that one so we can all begin to break through any ceilings we falsely imagine above us so even though i live with him and i'm blessed to be married to him i'm still in awe of him she broke through the ceiling of his marriage to uh to accomplish she, her dreams she did so i mean how we gonna can't be hating alicia and swiss whose real name is kasim dean are parents to the son to sons egypt and who turned seven in october and genesis who was welcomed by the couple december 2010 hmm what if they some hotels i know them names egypt and genesis saying a little hotel is illuminati i don't know hmm. she did try that make up free thing Exodus. she started singing about alkaline we gonna know what's up yeah we gonna know what's official <clears throat> uh so yeah she uh but yeah alicia just giving a shout out to her man you know what i don't even blame you alicia get your love your man that's your man now don't let nobody make you ashamed <laughs> um <clears throat> let's see what else is happening exclusive she got her gin with her <laughs> what southern charms court showdown begins with astonishing slur on katherine dennis by friends of her ex thomas ravenel as they begin bitter custody battle oh shit all right so i have a question about this for you for you yes. begin with it so this is a reality show what network is it on i don't know but it's the white people look version of love and hip-hop um you know what it's a good <laughs> okay. it's a country and hip-hop that's what it no, is love and country mm-hmm. <laughs> country uh, country and flag i think it's love and debutantes probably because i don't even think these people are, are singers or anything oh uh, southern charm everyone every time y'all read one of these it's just i was like like this is these are ratchet white people right <laughs> love and sweet tea oh speaking of which did y'all see well i know karen ain't see it uh be touch i don't know if you saw it but it's a trailer for love and hip-hop uh la out right now oh shit it's eight minutes long yeah, yeah. oh i'm in oh they don't even got keisha cole y'all oh shit i'm not about to actually keep I playing on i can't play it it's too long oh, okay. it's too long okay it's eight minutes y'all have to look it up yourselves okay. i would uh you know i would love to um you and justin probably do it to uh well it's eight minutes i don't even think we could do it all it's too long and you know it's broad channel comes on but you know it's too many um 
character it's shit game of thrones yeah. now it's fucking 17 characters they introduced <laughs> It's like and coming up on House Safari. <laughs> Next on House Yes. What? what right. The fuck so I don't. You know, I saw Hazel. Eh, is back. Um, oh, with her, with her new nose. Um, is yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Anyway, <clears throat> reality television's most combustible couple are back in court Wednesday morning in a bid to bring an end to the vicious custody battle that's raised since last May dailymail.com exclusively revealed on tuesday that brutal texts accusations and counter accusations that mark the latest developments in southern charles thomas ravenel and katherine dennis's ongoing fight over custody of three-year-old kensington calhoun ravenel and one-year-old saint julian rembert ravenel wow with some names with some children why why jesus that name sound like artwork them po kids saint julian rembert ravenel and kensington calhoun ravenel wow Gotta slide that Confederate name in there, Calhoun. <laughs> right. Slide it right mm-hmm. on in. <laughs> yeah, I saw the day um uh, uh Jordan Peel and Chelsea Peretti, they had their son. Mm-hmm. Uh and his name was something like Beaumont Gino Peel. And I was like, Beaumont. <laughs> like, hold on. Hmm. He's gonna be on the golf course. Come I ain't on. mad at him. Come on, Jordan, you too woke for this. That must be a family name or something. Come on. Gotta be. Did he name the baby after um somebody um spun some tea in a cup? It must have been. Uh Catherine twenty four arrived months moments later. Uh her long red hair had been cut to her shoulders and dyed a bright magenta she wore a striped shirt and navy cigarette pants she carried a water bottle uh oh i didn't say thomas ravenel 54 arrived at the courthouse uh before 9 a.m smart as he walked briskly in to meet with his attorneys um watching her she is stepping with a smile on her face i mean she might as well (laughs) she might as well my understanding is she the problematic one though like she can't get custody of her kids and you know as jocelyn hernandez says never trust a bitch you don't ever see with her kids come on uh the great scholar jocelyn hernandez this great great poet (laughs) right negro laureate (laughs) (laughs) negro laureate jocelyn hernandez uh watching her arrival outside the court 2d1 of ravenel's team joked look she's oh look she's carrying her gin that'll go down well in court <laughs> neither ravenel nor Catherine exchanged so much as a glance as they walked into court with their legal teams dailymail.com has learned that Catherine is pushing for joint custody and more wide-reaching random drug tests for ravenel her uh attorneys have consistently claimed he is spoiling results by shaving off all his body hair prior to submitting to mandatory tests <laughs> what they can't pull they, they, they can't pull it from his head right he got a head full of hair where are they getting the hair from the pubes <laughs> What is it? Oh, they were like, we can only tell you gotta we can only get it from your balls or your anus. Ah, he, he got us again. <laughs> we can only take chest hair. You know how he it's the one the one hole in our test we didn't think about. Ah. Uh, in her latest filing, she has made shocking claims that Ravenel's been abusing drugs, including opioids and mushrooms and alcohol while the children are in his care. She has not signed a proposed settlement offered by Ravenel's team and instead presented them with a counter five minutes before going into court that one advisor dismissed as crazy viewers of the bravo show uh season finale may have hoped or feared a reunion between the once passionate couple was in the cars as they kissed and seemed to make up on the final episode on monday nigga that ain't nothing but the producers come on fall for that shit if you want 
the court is yeah the court is the real story because that shit ain't taking place on camera Mm -hmm. but 10 minutes into the proceedings ravenel and Catherine emerged from the courtroom with very different reality uh was writ large uh oh and the very different reality was writ large they neither spoke nor looked at each other as they each stalked in opposite directions to sit apart as their attorneys duked it out behind closed doors shortly after leaving the courtroom Catherine tweeted a quotation from mr darcy to elizabeth in pride and prejudice the quote was an apparent dig at ravenel who had quoted another line spoken by darcy in response to landon's perceived betrayal of him when during dinner at key west and cameron eubanks birthday trip landon told Catherine she felt that ravenel used her like a weapon against the mother of his children Following that incident, Ravenel texted Landon, my high opinion once lost is lost forever. Oh, shit. And Catherine tweeted out a, 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 a meme from Pride and Prejudice that said, could you expect me to rejoice in the inferiority of your circumstances? <laughs> How did that only get seven retweets? Wow. Oh, that's so shady. Only seven people retweeted that. That's, that's, uh, that's the saddest part uh elizabeth's response to the quote posted by Catherine today and those are the words wait and those are the words of a gentleman from the first moment i met you your arrogance and conceit your selfish disdain for the feelings of others made me realize you were the last man in the world i could be i could prevail upon to marry okay uh oh wait that was a woman saying that i'm sorry and the (laughs) and those are the words of a gentleman from the moment i met you your arrogance and conceit your selfish disdain for the feelings of others made me realize you were the last man in the world i could be prevailed upon to marry text submitted as evidence and sit between ravenel and Catherine between february and march of this year belie the on-screen image of them as a couple edging towards more harmonious co-parenting as one sent by ravenel at 9 59 a.m on february 6th he told the mother of his children you're wasting time and money but keep drugging hopefully it will be a moot point soon Ooh, see what you for overdose the judge and the guardian are shocked at your behavior shameful that you can't pass a drug test uh hidden that concerns that Catherine's lifestyle may have negatively impacted on both children's health and the text continued did you even read the ideologist report all because kenzie was under your care for two years hopefully i can reverse the damage and poor saint is suffering from what you have put him through while pregnant i never want to see your face ever again oh shit and later text in the court papers thomas tells Catherine, you have nobody to blame but that person you're staring at when you caking all on all that makeup oh instead of your okay mm, damn uh he goes on to ask please no more sexy lingerie panties with a bow and a heart for a three-year-old please referring to their daughter and though Catherine tells him he has a huge empty and sad space in his heart within without her children it's quite clear that ravenel's patience and sympathy is run dry on may 1st the day they were due to have appeared in court he texted her you are stalking people that have been sending me messages and sending them nasty notes i'm so done with you see you in court you're mentally ill you're Ah! so much oh i think he meant disgusting but he put disgusting uh, so much disgusting shit is going to come out on you in court you'll never work again or see your kids keep on sexting and fucking ashley's friends it's so sick 
several hours later at 11.08 p.m captain decided to change her relationship status on facebook to in a relationship with ashley pilar a charleston local from whom ravenel also knows well coming at the end of the very day she had admitted being in a contempt of court it was a demonstration of what some might interpret as a contempt of a different sort directed by very squarely in the or directed very squarely at the father of her children in the recent flurry of accusations and counter accusations each is now seeking to hold the other in contempt for alleged breaches in the court order that stipulated visitation guidelines for Catherine put in place mandatory drug tests for both and forbade either from speaking publicly about the other in derogatory fashion oh that's why they was using them tweets with them quotes from the movie because they they can be like i I just like that movie it don't have nothing to do with (laughs) bitch ass uh perhaps most shocking all the allegations made by ravenel 54 that 24 year old cat this nigga wait all this time i've been reading this shit this nigga was dating a 30 year younger woman well no wonder she on drugs and shit mr high and mighty you know y'all was doing them same drugs when y'all met that's the only people that 30 years apart got thing they got in common is drugs and shit come on <clears throat> drinking in general lifestyle may have had serious consequences on both the children's health the former couple was last due to appear before a charleston judge on may 1st but settled out of court with Catherine agreeing that she was in contempt for failing to provide the court with comprehensive medical and psychiatric records including the details of a 31-day stint in rehab last year Catherine was previously found to have repeatedly evade, evaded the mandatory drugs and alcohol tests which she and ravenel have both agreed to submit as a condition of her supervised visitation and his continued primary physical custody of three-year-old kensington calhoun ravenel kenzie and one-year-old saint julian rembert ravenel saint now Catherine has accused ravenel of alienate alienating the children from her in the documents filed last month she was she has accused ravenel of denying court-ordered visitation since february the 6th worse yet she has claimed ravenel has allowed or encountered the minor children to call their nanny mother oh can't be having that going on now that is a lot okay you can't let them call the nanny mother <laughs> okay i'm on i'm now i'm on her side okay drugs or no that that's still they goddamn mama okay ain't that the truth uh recent episodes of southern charm show Catherine attending saint's first birthday party last november hosted by ravenel in a park complete with petting zoo his invitation to her seemed to signal a softening of the combustible ex-lovers relations but the court documents paint a very different picture with Catherine claiming that saint's nanny would not let her hold him at the reception for his christening on april 16th she goes on to claim that ravenel told her that if she did not leave the reception he would call the oh wait she said that from her voice did not leave the reception he would call the police attorneys acting on Catherine's behalf have gone in to claim that ravenel has continued to disparage her on social media and in the media in general and continue to send harassing and disparaging texts and emails more shocking are her claims that ravenel has had illegal substances including mushrooms and cocaine at his house while the children were under his care and it's abusing alcohol while talk taking narcotics while the children are under his care ravenel was infamously indicted for possession of cocaine with intent to supply oh this nigga goddamn drug dealer what what is happening on this show i told you how is this still on the air a nigga got caught dealing drugs and it's still on tv impossible but he's white oh that's a good point right (laughs) 
his dignified, gentlemanly manner is keeping him on the air. <laughs> no matter if he's putting a little bit of white powder here and there, um, Heather and Nether. <laughs> These are merely party favors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what i like a little jubilation with my parties i don't understand why the police would have scorned me i know did we all come for the jubilee mm-hmm. no so yeah this nigga a drug you're a, a drug dealer yo yes! we don't even have this shit on our reality shows dog mm-hmm. the closest we got was ti trying to sell them them guns again the reality show um anyway uh apparently he fucking sold some drugs uh and that's why he was serving as south carolina state treasurer the cock wow when he was serving as south carolina what are you serious the cock dacity on this dude <laughs> uh friends of ravenel insist he's an exemplary and devoted father yeah you a- sure he didn't steal south carolina money i you- mean he the state treasurer getting high does he need it when he's selling the he the drug supplier? It was intended to supply. Uh, oh, not if, he wasn't trying to use it. Oh, I how is he free? He the treasurer posted his own bond. Hmm, man, these kids. Somebody come take these kids. Can you imagine if, if, if Jada Pinkett and Will was going through this? They be they have fucking willow and Jaden in custody right now in custody dog <laughs> the department of child services three seconds right they, they would have been uh can uh Jaden and willow come on out because uh y'all can't have them no more nope you sure can't we read some <laughs> like they was ready to take their kids because uh it was a, a picture, picture with willow in the bed with um uh one of her friends like they were just chilling down the house nothing sexual was going on there was like uh we cps we checking on your children rich ass people that 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 seem to be very involved in their children's life we just wanted to check and see if anything was going on right. but these motherfuckers right here can keep their kids a goddamn drug dealer and his addict Mm-mm-mm. uh uh so yeah uh yet according to Catherine, he's a man with violent and abusive tendencies that he has exhibited to both her and their children she also claims that she has been attempting he has been attempting to mislead the court by shaving all of his body hair off prior to taking a drug test her petition to the court demands that ravenel pay fifty thousand dollars of her legal fees and a fifty thousand dollar punitive fine and he submit to a full psychological evaluation based upon his consistent use of opiates in conjunction with multiple instances of violent and erratic behavior two days after catherine's papers were filed ravenel lashed back blasting catherine with a claim that she has broken a court ruler banning either from speaking out against each other publicly uh ravenel claims that in interviews with gossip website reality tea catherine accused him of orchestrating a smear campaign took advantage of his inability to respond publicly to slap down any question that her drug and drunk and drink use during pregnancy adversely affected saint and labeling him the root cause of her drug abuse in the first place in addition he claimed that she released partial medical records detailing drug tests she had passed and failed to include the ones she did not as well as being held in criminal contempt her his attorney uh his attorneys are now demanding that in light of the partial release Catherine should now be compelled to make public all her drug tests since her release from rehab including the failed drug tests damn so it might be possible that she was on drugs when she was pregnant with the children that's what he's saying and he's saying saint is is the, the youngest one is fucked up because of the drugs trying to say he got a crack baby and shit 
that's what you saying right that's what i'm understanding that's that's what it's translated to they just white so they don't say it right. like that smoke crack don't you this is a motherfucking boss of headline they were like uh, did, did they were like did uh what is 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 saint whatever his name a, a crackhead crack baby they would have just said it but they white, I so know. they gotta say it nice. They be like parents riding in on the right white horse. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's do some uh, guess the race, guys. It's, it's about that time. Let's do it. Um, do 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 do, and here we go. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read the play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, beat uh, Brandon from Say Something Nice podcast to guess the race and karen plays along and the audience plays along and they are racist all right let's see who our first article is um a naked man leads police on a chase and endorses 7-eleven coffee hmm. that's not an endorsement you want <laughs> if you're 7-eleven coffee you're probably like yeah, yeah. Okay, we good mm-hmm. we we you have to do this ixnay on the endorsement a um all right imagine that you were going to steal something maybe rob a bank or hit up the near wait what is all this editorializing come on where did i get this wrong uh <laughs> let, me, let me let me click on the link to the actual news article i hate when they do that it's, they were like uh something was hot and steamy and it wasn't just a coffee i'm like ah oh, come on that's my job i make those jokes uh police and l carter investigating a crime spree that stretched across the city Police say a man stole sunglasses and a pot of coffee from 7-Eleven in Toledo, uh, on Toledo Road. He then tossed the pot at a man inside a nearby convenience store. This happened around 12-17 a.m. Monday morning. Police say he was later arrested along Prairie Street. Uh, for about an hour and a half period of time or so, he was certainly causing a lot of havoc throughout the city, said Elkhart Police Department spokesperson Chris Snyder. Police say it started at a 7-Eleven on Toledo Road when 30-year-old Michael Coleman took sunglasses and a pot of coffee. From there, police say he drove to the village pantry. There, he opened the door and threw that pot of coffee and made a comment about 7-Eleven's coffee being better than the village pantry coffee. Oh, shit! To throw at people or to drink? I don't know. Because you're using it to throw. So I feel like if it's that much better, you should probably be drinking that and throwing our shit. Right! Uh, Police say the coffee hit a customer in the store. Ooh, ouch uh he then went to prairie street and continued to terrorize people police say coleman knew the people who lived inside one of the homes along the street but they called the police anyway accusing him of trespassing at one point he ran into a shed or a garage stripped off all his clothes then as he was getting close to the garage he took off again he was just very very uncooperative and aggressive toward the officers at one point there was a little bit of pushing match that went on and he ran from the officers police say officers used a taser to try to stop coleman but he broke free pushed one of the officers several times police say that he resisted arrest fought with two police officers both reported to have minor injuries coleman was taken to elkhart general to be evaluated 
we can watch video we can talk with witnesses we can talk with victims so we know what happened to each scene sometimes the hard part is figuring out what led up to that was there a medical condition was there some kind of illegal drug or alcohol that involved with this that's what our detectives will look at now coleman was arrested for theft battery criminal mischief three counts of battery on the officer residual resi- residential entry resisting law enforcement criminal trespass and public indecency is currently being held in the elkhart county jail karen guess the race white he's still alive brandon what Karen said, white. He's still alive. He did all that. All them charges. All the officers push white. <laughs> all right, no, coffee and shit. Come on. Check the chat room. See what they believe. Alive after resisting arrest. White. Jackass cast member. White. Only crazy white criminals get sponsorship deals. White. <laughs> sponsorship. I don't think he actually was sponsored. He just he he endorsed them. I don't think. Okay, endorsed him. Yeah, Silver Street White. <laughs> definitely white cops willing to investigate lots of possibility uh the correct answer is you all missed it he was black what i demand a recount <laughs> what'd you say brandon only thing i would have thought is that like michael coleman that's a black name oh he don't even look like what's funny is he resisted arrest he don't even look beat up that bad normally these pictures be real bad normally it'd be like that motherfucker resisted arrest you could tell he hit some cops he don't even look that bad so yeah there you guys go got me with that one racist was going against me that time Mm mm-hmm yep you guys uh everybody got it wrong so yeah we did that's that's a rare one that's a rare one on the show i know is that right or i'm wrong mm-hmm. that's what i have most of the time uh <laughs> former state super i mean former state supreme court payroll supervisor is accused of a hundred and sixteen thousand dollar fraud scheme that is a lot of money yes it is a former Louisiana Supreme Court payroll supervisor has been arrested on allegations that she diverted more than $116,000 in front payments to retire judgments in the bank accounts under her control. Mm. 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 Smart. Um, court records show Misty Corb Wood of Moreau was booked Thursday, July 6th with 29 counts each of malfeasance in office identity theft computer fraud public salary deduction and public payroll fraud she appeared friday in orleans parish magistrate court clad in an orange jumpsuit where judge harry cantrell set her bond at seventy five thousand dollars wood 38 is accused of using her password and computer access in the court's judicial administrator's office to manipulate 28 fraudulent payment transactions between april 29 2016 february 24 2017 authorities said wood created the fake stipend payment request under the names of four retired judgments for ad hoc judicial assignments they never served the altered and altered the disbursement data to send the resulting direct deposits into her own accounts own accounts state supreme court spokesman robert gunn said wood was employed by the high court's judicial administrator as a payroll accounts payable supervisor from december 1st 2015 through march 2017 gunn said the court would have no comment on the circumstances of departure because of the pending state court case uh defendants told Catrell she is currently employed at the lsu health sciences center they, she can work they let you do that Catrell said her hourly pay right there precluded her from work from quality for qualifying for a public defense lawyer 
so she makes too much money she got to pay for a lawyer wood said her husband had not yet arrived with whatever private attorney was being hired wood scheme was discovered during a regular audit of pay records conducted by the louisiana legislative auditor according to an arrest warrant affidavit sworn by louisiana state uh, police trooper Monte matelongo according to the court documents auditors first were unable to locate a pay request from the judge aaron f mcgee the third for a corresponding payment made for a purported temporary judicial assignment from the supreme court the state's high court is in charge of assigning willing retired judges to serve temporary ad hoc bench assignments to replace judges who are uh, recused from individual cases or in need of short-term replacements but mcgee told investigators he did not work a single temporary assignment nor submit a pay request for one at any time during 2016 as the auditors dug deeper the warrant affidavit says they began to uncover more than two dozen other instances of payment made in the name of four judges who did not submit corresponding pay requests to wood and they found deposit deposits had been made to the bank accounts not linked to those on record for retired judges mcgee robert brinkman marvin f gagagan and burrell j carter there is no indication that any of the retired judges were aware of the fraudulent payments being dispersed in their names investigators discovered direct deposit payments had been steered into accounts set up by wood and banks and credit unions in new orleans harahan natchez toches uh opalosas and greenwood mississippi the warrant says the fraudulent uh transactions totaled 116,284 dollars 39 guess the race karen i'm gonna go white all right be touch um i'm inclined to say black the orange jumpsuit okay. <laughs> let's check the chat room see what you believe chatters uh misty white bernie ponzi <laughs> bernie ponzi charles made off white uh know what's better than embezzling money from your job credit white <laughs> uh they put that they don't put colored folks on the cash register of louisiana white <laughs> uh whiter than ivanka's privilege white collar crime ain't just a snazzy phrase so most people guess white be touch went black the correct answer is actually white So I got a booby touch though. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in us. I believe that we can aspire to this level of high quality crime. <laughs> <laughs> Sophisticated criminal enterprise. I was like, this is a lot of shit she doing. She was really a one woman show too you know like she did that shit by herself and she got along with it for so long that's mm-hmm. the thing because when they do them audits you know a lot of people don't take audits seriously but this is the shit they find out when they do an audit go hey is this valid why ain't it valid her face just look like damn yeah she she looked like like she she expected to get caught she's like, she's like it looked like the opening of a movie you mm-hmm. you wonder how I got here, right? You know, one of them. come the idea. Should have should have put this in a black bank. They would have they would have never they would have never found the money. Never found that money. Um. All right, let's do one more. Let's keep it uh, let's keep it legal, guys. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go. I right, we'll do two more. We'll do two more. Let's keep it legal though uh there's a basic judgment issue here a judge is accused of watching porn in his chambers what 
uh a judge is accused of viewing pornographic material on a computer in his chambers he could face removal from office as a result dozens of judges prosecutors in other states could of- face oh, but go ahead what'd you say he could face yep dozens of judges prosecutors and other state officials were caught up in the scandal over lewd and offensive emails exchanged across state email service in recent when are y'all gonna learn dot gov dot edu when are people gonna learn don't be using it on your company email the government email that dot dov gets you every time uh yep so uh culminating in a heavy report commissioned by ex-attorney general kathleen who had troubles of her own it's not clear if monroe county Magist- magisterial district judge michael r muth appeared in the emails which included two former state supreme court justices but he accused accused of similar behavior according to the judicial conduct board which investigates alleged judicial misconduct three separate court clerks discovered muth viewing pornographic images and videos across several years shit man you are at work mm-hmm. bruh you're at work a lot of people do that shit at work you'd be amazed three different people caught you at work i'm trying to avoid saying this is grim and depressing and what are these people thinking said david thornberg president of the committee of 70 uh government reform group there are a number of ways to promote judicial ethics thornberg said but it's difficult to imagine how else to discourage judges from engaging in lewd activity at work on what planet would anyone in this position think casually watching porn in the office is a good idea there's a basic judgment issue there in the case of muth who faces various ethic charges who uh that would be held heard by the court of judicial discipline a clerk told the board that he she walked into muth's chambers to find a judge watching a video without sound of two new women engaged in a sex act with each other judge month made no effort to obstruct clerk a's view of the video according to the board complaint nor did he attempt to stop or hide the video maybe this is like his way of being like eh you like what you see you want to get in on some of this and she was like no no i'm good i'm actually at work another clerk told investigators that ju- the judge unsuccessfully attempted to minimize the images on the computer screen when she entered his uh chambers those images of a naked woman however remained visible on his computer screen the entire time she was there still a third described photographs arranged in a collage type format <laughs> what as well as his failed attempts to clear them a collage what's this nigga doing art projects ah! month allegedly climbed yes what'd you say i'm sorry Photoshop mm-hmm. <laughs> can't like, quite get it right how should i do the layout let me make these titties a little enlarge uh month allegedly <laughs> he's just on he's just following my tumblr and shit uh month allegedly <laughs> called upon those same clerks to grade test for classes he taught at east stroudsburg university where he'd been employed for about 20 years and had to make copies of course materials during the office hours according to the board he confirmed oh so that's also illegal because that's these use a company the government material for his 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 other job his private job According to the board, Muth confirmed in the disposition that he viewed these images in chambers and used office equipment for his college class. Oh, he fired. Joel Frank, the attorney representing Muth, declined a request for comment. The latest example of a judge accused of bad behavior follows a number of high-profile cases, including those of the state Supreme Court justices. Judges are people like everyone else, said former acting attorney general Walter Cohen, and they can step over the line. The difference Cohen said is that judges are expected to stay far from that line. If a lawyer sits in his office and does the same thing as long as he or she isn't billing the client for watching pornography, nobody would say anything, he said, because it's a judge or a prosecutor, the expectation level is higher and the right to privacy is lower. Wouldn't nobody say anything? Because I feel like somebody would say something. Yeah, I'm 
problem i'm, I'm paying give a fuck you. if you're not working or not if i if i work for you and i come in with some papers and you in there watching bang bros it's a problem it is a problem like i don't know what you think bro we at work put your dick away the larger oh. the larger problems of viewing pornography are the kinds of offensive jokes on earth via the email exchange is one in perception when they're viewing pornography it makes it appear that he would be unfair to say women if he were to ju- be a judge send a preliminary ca- hearing in a rape case Maida malone executive director of the judicial reform group pennsylvania's for modern courts said judges argue that they're able to separate their personal professional lives but the appearance of impropri- impropriety is troubling uh if you're watching it at work you're not separating it <laughs> it's not like motherfuckers is like he watched porn at all he can never be a judge like no you're at fucking work you don't even know the boundaries between the going to your chambers and going to your bedroom fuck you bruh uh yeah anyway guys guess the race white all right what about you brandon white all right got two whites let's check the chat room see what you guys believe um Da-da-da-da. where are we at where are we at? oh he tasted the brown sugar white <laughs> uh uh how'd you get that out of it? you know what kind of porn he was watching white man that enjoys getting caught he knows how to lock a door that's a good point his porn hub username is judge dick him down brown white <laughs> clarence thomas is on his vision board but he's white an oh, old horny fox boy. commentator now a commentator white <laughs> oh <laughs> that's good layla titty residue white favorite genre is black on blonde white i need therapy white fill up banks like black the correct answer is everybody went white except for one person and the correct answer is white uh one person did say black though uh so i mean your clue should have been judged No, they're not gonna let a black man get that kind of power Mm-mm. that's his picture right there you know his dick was all hard on his robe and shit yeah um, he just left it up at the first time and didn't try to minimize anything right yeah i've been doing that for a very long time the blatant this was probably made eye contact with her the Aww. whole time yep we like a somebody grandpa or something right it's my freaky ass <laughs> grandpa uh all right let's go to the bonus round guys we got one more double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far uh, i believe karen is two out of three and b touch is one out of three but now everything's worth double the points double the racism can he catch up we'll find out right now a north carolina priest is accused of pointing a pistol at a pickup in the road rage accident Mm. it's not very godly like no it's not uh it must be an old testament type an eye for an eye. <laughs> a 150 year old church in fletcher community west of charlotte was without a priest last week as he was arrested in florida for allegedly pointing a gun at another motorist during a railroad rage incident well florida 
no wonder ah. shouldn't have went down there so I, I hate to blame you like those parents but come on buddy <laughs> episcopal priest william ryan adams 35 is facing two counts of aggravated assault with a daily weapon for pointing a weapon at two people in a pickup truck late wednesday on florida turnpike near palm city a search for martin county jail website on sunday morning did not show adams remained in custody uh a website for calvary episcopal church in fletcher lists adams as the current rec the church's rector the community is south of Asheville and just over two hours northwest of charlotte uh florida highway patrol said adams was driving a red chevrolet corvette when he attempted to mm, he must have got some good i was gonna say he must got some good tides a corvette a red one down in florida uh when he was attempting to brake check a chevrolet silverado pickup truck which he said was closely following his vehicle yeah he probably he probably was driving off slow in that damn corvette Mm -hmm. get that fast car to do 55 come on man right uh (laughs) the driver of the pickup attempted to go around adam's vehicle prompted adam to allegedly point a glock 22 at the pickup just as jesus said in the good book <laughs> let it let it him who attempted to pass be the first to hold to catch this bullet <laughs> my clip runneth over um, <laughs> he tried to, oh man adam told adam told investigators that the pickup drew alongside him and the passenger screamed at him and threw a soda at his car he was arrested under a fifteen thousand dollar bond according to a website for martin county jail adams listed the church as his employer according to jail records palm beach post reported a 24 year old man and a 54 year old woman from st cloud florida were in the pickup truck adams confirmed to troopers that he had a wet wait so that means that the dude tried to unless he passed him on the right he he might have had to almost shoot a woman an old woman anyway as confirmed the troopers that he had a weapon but said the gun was not loaded and had been kept under the passenger seat the entire time well how did they know bro how did get the fuck out of here bro (laughs) fuck out of here how yeah man i don't know how they guessed that i had a gun the exact gun that i pointed at him i don't know it's a it's crazy to me too uh all right karen guess the race white karen's going white b touch um i don't know um Episcopal Church, middle of North Carolina, but um, red Corvette. Mm-hmm. I gotta go black. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All the signs are there. <laughs> uh, Layla says, and he will know his name is the Lord when he strikes his vengeance upon thee, white. Oh. First time a priest pulled something out of his pants and didn't use it white. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, great. Oh. Uh, thou shalt not eat seasoned food white. Oh. Medea goes to Palm Beach Black. <laughs> Got to pop a cap in his ass. White, red Corvette, redneck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's real good. The correct answer is he was white. He was white. And of course, uh, some people missed it. Some people went black. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. 
hard to tell the difference with this prosperity pimping preaching out here he's very white (laughs) yeah he's super white Mm -hmm. his face look like he pulled that gun come on dog he look like the the uh the teacher at the uh what's we call it classes at the ymca where they be trying to work ass all hard for no reason <laughs> what's them classes called i can't remember crossfit this. yes yeah he does like, like a crossfit bro when you're looking yeah. like dude fuck you and no i'm not lifting these cowbells yeah he does have that look to him all right he's like a fire preacher right <laughs> <laughs> and leadeth me not to anger oh lord unless a motherfucker cut me off dennis dennis curtains is what i'm saying jesus in your name uh, ah! wouldn't have to worry about it if you went to the church of Beyonce like I do. Mm-hmm. It would have been fine. It been just fine. I've uh, been calm ever since. Uh, all right, we got to talk about the last thing before we get out of here, and everybody should have enough time to catch uh Love and Hip Hop reunion part two. You're welcome. We started early today. Ah! Uh, but it's uh time to talk about sore ratchetness. Uh, so where are we at? Here we go. <laughs> Um, a clinton man is charged in a sword incident uh clinton man is facing uh charges for allegedly trying to push his way into a woman's home and threatening her with a samurai sword after mistaking her five-year-old son for his wife was he drunk or high or both he's also accused christopher l Lockin, 33 is also accused of threatening a woman's husband with a large spike the fuck was he what? carrying a spike a sword and a spike uh pro- carrying dragon glass what's happening here <laughs> was pro- right. prosecutor charged the uh lock charge locking in allen county superior court july 12th with a template burglary in the first degree and two counts of assault um in the second degree if convicted of the charges against him he could face up to six years or four months in prison under the standard sentencing range on july 7th a freeland woman reported to police that Lockett and acquaintance who's an acquaintance showed up at her door and claimed he was looking for his wife whom he described as the height of an 11 year old uh green in color and with a belly button well that could be a lot of people okay uh he told the resident that he knew he was she was hiding his wife oh he sounds abusive the woman didn't know what Lockett was talking about but managed to talk to him into leaving and then called her husband and tell him what happened Lockett returned soon after and her five-year-old son opened the door before he could stop him oh before she could stop him Lockett again first of all these must be some white folks because no black kids they're like black kids cannot open the door in nobody's house till they pay for some bills everybody know that you don't you don't (laughs) a lot of of black parents they're like you motherfucker you don't pick up the phone and you don't answer the door that's what you don't do it's absolutely amazing how there was no social media or internet for none of our childhoods and yet all of our black ass parents had the same rules yeah my mom was like you don't pick up the phone unless i ask you to do you pay rent or mortgage right you're right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where you going through that though like how all our parents every black person i know has been like at one point they're like yeah everybody know their mama say you got any mcdonald's money everybody knows mm-hmm. that everybody <laughs> there was no internet y'all it wasn't hashtag trending they weren't sharing on facebook it wasn't even on a tv show they just fucking knew <laughs> they're like no this is in our dna as kendrick would say 
um and a newsletter right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm a newsletter. right <laughs> secret I'm a newsletter. black mama monthly <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you turn it's, it's 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 like it's an extra page in jet that only black mamas get of course like oh so that's what we're doing okay so okay so if, if, do i look like craig's mama okay thank you thank you okay. <laughs> if your friend jumped off a bridge with right, you right right i guess i must look like boo boo the fool come okay. on yes boo boo the fool i love him like who the hell is boo boo and why somebody please photoshop together a magazine cover that says black mama weekly <laughs> black mama monthly and it just have like do i you know questions does it look like you have mcdonald's money <laughs> do also I look- in this issue i ain't the one right yes! <laughs> secrets revealed who is boo boo the fool and why should we never listen why don't you look like him <laughs> be, be, be like, be like, and what happened to your friend that jumped off the bridge right right <laughs> well that's insert blank's parents right um all right so uh locking so yeah the woman didn't know what he was talking about she talked him out of it then the kid came opened the door locking again accused the woman of hiding his wife and pointed to the boy saying there she is locking fixated on the boy became more agitated the report states causing the woman to fear for her life and the life of her son the woman blocked locking from getting to her son and sent the boy to his room telling him to lock the door she was trying to close the door and lock it he pulled the sword from his sleeve raised it over his head in a threatening manner she felt he was going to force entry and cause great harm to her or her child this is so insane mm-hmm. the woman managed to close and lock the door again lock and walked off lock and returned once again when the woman's husband showed up and threatened the man with a large spike deputy responded to the incident found Lockett walking nearby he told the deputy he was looking for his wife a midget who is black and brown the deputy wrote what is, i thought she was green bro uh locking told deputies that they should have just shot him because he has c4 in his gut he did not have a sword and that's the end of the article what the fuck happened Do what did he have c4 i mean the readers want to know I, I check next month of black Mo- mama monthly we'll give you the update <laughs> on what happened <laughs> 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 Tune in next week. Right. Find out if the C4 is really in his belly. (laughs) Black Mama Monthly. What time is streetlights and why your kids should be in by it? (laughs) Oh my God. All right, man. Of course, taking your child to get a job the second he turns 16. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, make it enough black mama monthly right (laughs) oh man all right (laughs) oh man Uh, what the hell is a nintendo right nintendo black mama monthly (laughs) turn out how to turn off that damn nintendo turn it off <laughs> your child wants a super nintendo but you intend to super his nintendo <laughs> 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 
hey they need to have a whole ass uh, article on how many different video game consoles count as nintendo all of them count all of them <laughs> it'll be game boys in that bitch Even sega your, genesis your xbox one count as one there is computers gonna be nintendos everything game boys if you playing a game on some shit you playing on some nintendo cuz you didn't know oh man put that damn nintendo down mama it's my phone boy don't let me come <laughs> don't let me come over there it's making noise you playing with it shit <laughs> oh man <laughs> what but and, and it'd be like uh mama's weekly what to do when you've called your children every name but the name is theirs <laughs> right right <laughs> when to use first middle and last name and uh, <laughs> <laughs> when to use both of your children's names or all of them at the same time two <laughs> syllables can the lord really give you strength we'll find out this month <laughs> in black mama <laughs> be like, can you really knock the black off your child we'll find out right. next week in this mama's monthly right tune in for uh tune in for uh september's uh black mama's monthly where we investigate going to get your own switch and which kind of switches count <laughs> <laughs> oh shit greg said it too greg said it in the chat oh man oh man all right guys we gotta get out of here we gotta get get out of here uh we'll talk to y'all later make sure y'all check out brandon's podcast man say something nice a very funny podcast they talk about all kinds of entertainment it's a lot of fun pop culture stuff um and like i said if you like us y'all will like them and follow him on twitter at b touch can't believe you're the only one that got that man you was first Oh, oh yeah, I, I signed up real early, so yeah. But yeah, check out the show. Um, in addition to the new show this week, we have an episode about the Hanna Barbera superhero cartoons: Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, um, the Herculoids, Birdman, all of them. Mm. Did y'all cover Space Ghost Coast to Coast too? Yes, we did. And uh, Birdman, Attorney at Law. Nigga, those that's my <laughs> shit. Those are my shit. I was thinking about that the other day when Adam West died. Man, I was so sad. Cause he was one of the few people that embraced the humor side of all that stuff. You're right. And he really, yeah. he really was a legend in my eyes. Cause it wasn't just cause he was my Batman, but it was also just the fact that he was my Space Ghost and all that. Yes, shit. he went into voice acting. Like it's a lot of people that you love that you wouldn't even realize it was him. Yep. All right, y'all, go watch these ratchet motherfuckers on Love and Hip Hop. That's what I'm about to do. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. <laughs> Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.